0: everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA to podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bubba Jenkins. What's up? What's up? I just got off a flight, uh, but I want to tell everybody, football fans, the season has only begun, but it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site, where millionaires are being crowned all season long. One-week fantasy at DraftKings means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. And with a million bucks up for grabs every week, every game is the big game, and every play matters. So, first and ten in the first quarter feels like fourth and goal with one second left. And a long touchdown run can mean more than just a victory for your favorite team. It can mean you just turn your love of football into a million-dollar payday. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. So hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter ROASTED for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com, that's DraftKings.com. Also, tip a fighter. Guys, girls, fighters, we are changing the game, okay? Tip a fighter is an amazing Company where you can tip fighters for their performances. You'd be, the fans can actually pay the fighters what they're worth, even more than they're worth, okay? So many fighters are underpaid. I meet so many fighters that are part time this, part time that, part time that. It's hard to actually, you know, these guys have families, okay? It's hard to actually fight and do this and do that and do that and do that. Come on now, these fighters need to be paid more and we can make a difference by tipping them. So you tip a cab driver, you tip a waitress, you tip a stripper, you tip any, I, I, I just flew in today, I tipped the guy who checked my luggage, okay? Well, you, we should tip the fighters because they're the ones putting their lives on the line every single weekend for our entertainment. So fighters, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to tip a fighter because you can make more money. It's free money. You're fighting anyway. Andrea Lee, she's thanking me all the time. She's like, Adam, you know, she's like, she said, I did pretty well with this tip of thing. She's just got free money.
1: Right.
0: Came on the podcast. Next thing you know, she's up. All right, so TippaFighter.com. Also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings include Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Hendo, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, Hoyce Gracie, and hundreds of more. Check their website to find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. A I A S E dot com. The guy in charge, Sean, he is a great guy. Comes to my shows, super cool, sponsors fighters. Tip Penny, actually, uh, after hearing her on the podcast, this is a good dude. So, also, Camara Coffee. I'm telling you, this is the best coffee I've ever tasted in my life. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Become the legend. It's a premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic infused with high-quality nootropics, which are brain vitamins. The benefits from supplementing from with nootropics are numerous. They include enhanced focused, mood, reaction time, increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, cardiovascular support. Nootropics have been found to help counteract things like Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. So, Become the legend. Chimera coffee.com Use coupon code MMA Roasted. Bubba Jenkins, how are you, man?
2: I'm good. My mama said if you don't get her some Camara Coffee, <laughs> people are getting put in the trunk. Yeah,
0: so. I, I don't want to mess with
2: Mrs. Jenkins. No, you don't. So make sure y'all y'all um, hit up the dude and get get Mama Duke some Kamara coffee. I will. How was your weekend? My weekend was good, man. Um, my wife put me through. And she's a trainer, so she put me through some tough workouts, and she doesn't slack on me because obviously she knows yeah. my body is the Ferrari that we need to drive around this <laughs> race with. So, um, she made me do some some sand plyos and some jump. I mean, it was a lot, a lot of work. So I'm pretty sore. Nice, but it was a great weekend. After we got the um, after I got my ass kicked on the beach, uh, we kind of relaxed a little bit. Saw a bunch of stingrays in the, in the shallow end of the waters. So That's cool. It was, it was cool. My son obviously never seen anything like that. Your son loved it. He hates the beach. Yeah. He he, he's like a black baby. He hates the beach. He don't want to get in the water. He wants to run away from the sand, not knowing that it's everywhere. Right. He's not he's not he's not a fan of the beach. He he did like the stingrays. He wanted to grab them, but (laughs) he he wasn't willing to get in the water to do such. So kind of imperable. But man, I had a great weekend, you know. All my weekends are good. I can't complain. Family's healthy, I'm healthy, then you know, who's gonna listen to complaints? You go to church? I did go to church. Damn. Uh, come on, doc. Every uh, black people always in church.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's like a party, though. It's like the singing and dancing and like, uh, big, big, like
2: yeah. a big, like a, yeah. yeah I mean, pole, yeah, so. we are we are praising and worshiping God. So nice. Yeah, there, it is like a little party.
0: Nice. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I had a crazy week. I just got back to yeah. Edmonton. Uh huh. Canada. I, I literally went from the the airport to here. I haven't yeah. even been home yet. I got three hours of sleep, but it mm-hmm. was crazy. I uh, the shows were nuts. Like yeah. so you know the show started off pretty fun i remember actually the the friday show it was it was normal uh, there was this cute indian couple inside and i was like oh are you guys hindi and they're like actually we're sick and i was like oh i hope you feel better <laughs> and that got a huge everyone's like <laughs> it was laughing and then right, and then there was this right. girl that wouldn't stop heckling on the late show she's like i'm hot she's drunk and she was like i'm so hot so i could talk whenever i want and like answering all and we wanted, we wanted to make the whole show about her which was like wow. annoying you know cause I Trying it rained on her parade and it was like you know 400 people there no. so it's like no, you know it's one it. thing if it's 12 people there i can fuck around with everybody but you know and i was like listen you know, if I was telling her boyfriend, like, hey, shut her up, you know, like, mm. and I was giving him, like, looks, and he's like, he kept telling her to be quiet, and she's like, it wasn't even her boyfriend, it was some guy that was, like, hooking Obviously. up with her. Obviously. So she's like, I'm hot. I'm like, where are you from? She's like, "Saskatchewan." I'm like, maybe in Saskatchewan you're a 10, but in LA you're a 6. <laughs> and then, and so then she kept going, and I was like, you know what, the worst part about this is that I would still bang her, mm. but then I'd have a girlfriend, because that would be my rock bottom. <laughs> and the place erupted, right. you know, but I was actually pretty nice with her. Yeah, I was very
2: yeah. nice. I actually no, I was more tolerant. Yeah.
0: That I should have. Because no, sometimes
2: Especially hot, especially hot hecklers, you gotta you gotta rain on that parade because they do feel entitled.
0: Yes, you definitely <laughs> felt that. But the weirdest, the craziest thing, right? So Saturday night delayed show, uh-huh. sold-out show, and uh the host is complaining, people there's a table talking to the left, right? Then the next guy, the feature is complaining, they're talking to the left. I get on stage, right? I'm having a great set, every everything's hitting. It's just like bang, bang. Right. Saturday night, fire. Then they start talking, right? The manager goes over and says, You have to leave, right? They, I guess they've been talked to a bunch of times. The guy's like, I'm not leaving. I, I paid for my tickets. I'm not leaving. The manager's like, "If you don't leave, we're gonna get security." I don't care. Get security during your set. During my set, I don't care. Yeah. Get security,
2: right? So, you, are you pausing, or are we all watching? I couldn't.
0: This? I could hear, I could see it with yeah. the corner of my eye. I know what's going on. Right. But most of the
2: most of the people in the crowd are watching that.
1: No, 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 no. no they're not. They're watching me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was all the okay. way to the left. Uh,
0: However, next thing I know, twelve security guards walk in, uh, like wow. dressed up as cops. You know, like. Straight up So I'm like Oh uh, this isn't distracting at all Uh, I'm like Oh who are the male strippers You know So then So they're pissed at me The security guard So then the security guards Go over and try to grab the guy And lift him up And the guy won't get up He's like Uh. He's like Fuck you I'm leaving I'm staying here So then they yoke him up Right And I'm Big dude Little dude White guy Black guy Come on White guy White guy White guy Pretty big (laughs) dude So I start singing Bad boys Bad boys You know From the crowd I was like If "If it was America And he was black He'd be shot by now Like you Everybody's erupting, so true. right? True. I'm doing like play-by-play <laughs> commentary. I'm, I'm like hashtag Audience Lives Matter. Yeah. Like, just I'm just going. So then they they lift him up. They they handcuff him. Him and his friend, right? The girls leave. Then the guy starts somehow somehow the guy gets out. I guess they didn't handcuff him. Hackle. They put his hands back. They start swinging on the cops. A fucking screaming motherfucker. Yeah. Like a brawl breaks out halfway through. So now everyone's watching. It's not even. Man, I'm like
2: came to a comedy club being angry, angry and
0: wouldn't leave. <laughs> Like this guy had to go to jail rather than leave a comedy club. That's how funny that was. So then I was like, <laughs> so then like it's it, the thing. This is like this is. I'm nice. listening to Adam, or I'm going to jail. That's it. That's what I said. I'm like, dude, just go. Just it's okay. Just leave. And the yeah. guys, like, the guy was drunk. So then like I'm telling you, it was insane. Like they they finally got him out of there, and someone's like. Go on with your act. I'm like, yeah. You try doing your job while twelve <laughs> security guards show up and start wrestling people. I'm right. like, it was yes. Yeah, so that was Saturday night. Then, I, then I'm on stage more, right? But so it th- kind of,
2: it kind of gives you like, even though you were killing, it kind of gives you that like. Dallas mentality, like oh my best players out, like my, I, you know, I just got distracted by twelve different guys. You know
0: uh, so well, you know, so it definitely brought, you a break. It, it definitely brought the whole crowd together. You know, yeah. it was definitely like everyone was like laughing and also entertained. People were like, "Welcome to Edmonton," yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, I, definitely entertained. <laughs>
0: entertained. I go, this is the best show ever. You get a, you get to watch fights, you get to right. watch comedy. So then, especially for you, <laughs> so there was like three bachelorette parties in the crowd, right? So then, uh, so then this girl gets up, one, goes, of ba- one of the
2: one of goes to Edmonton for a
0: bachelor's party? Oh, well, they're probably from Edmonton. You know, they probably just, that was exactly. their night. Exactly. So then these girls, you go to Vegas? <laughs> I, well, one girl, right, she gets up, the bachelorette starts wandering around the room, right, while I'm on stage. And she looked like she might have been like Dominican or something. So I was like, what nationality are you? And she goes, uh, she goes, I don't know. Like, real, real angry. I go, what do you mean you don't know? She goes, I was adopted in the 90s, okay? It was a closed adoption. I don't know my parents. I, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just trying to tell jokes. You're, you're wandering around the room. I, I didn't mean, like... Oh, So then she leaves, right? Got she leaves. Her friend leaves. I go, so I'm like, I guess she's going to find her parents. So, like, everybody was, like, dying laughing. But their heads are, like, in their... They're, like, the kind of laughing.
2: was like, ooh. Yeah, like, they don't
0: want people to be able to know that. <laughs> Were laughing <laughs> so that was uh good, yeah so good. that was
2: crazy nice
0: and then I hung out with Mitch how, the,
2: how did you go to the strip clubs in, in uh, I went Canada?
0: to one strip club with my friend with my buddy uh and it was it was okay it was like uh, you, you have to throw the coins at them because right. it's like the, they don't have dollar bills they have like oh, coins wow. and then they have also a 2 dollar bill 2 dollar coins in in Canada so they, they so i'm like i'm not throwing coins at girls i just i just don't want to do that but then they're like it's rude not to so they make like they all have like their own posters these girls like they have their own like post like Pictures of themselves they give out and they make like a little funnel, and then you kind of can play like basketball into their <laughs> vagina with the thing. So that was so so
2: that was that. So right now you probably smell like glitter and smash. No, dreams, I, that was like I, I it was,
0: what, happened, what happened was I was seeing my, my like my, my buddy who was like super sick, yeah. And like it, he's just I love this guy, but he's like the most depressing comic. Every, every time I see him, he has a new, d- d- uh, a new Adam, or something. Or so I'm like,
2: What are you doing this week? So he wanted to go
0: to Denny's. So I'm like, well, let's we'll go to the strip club. So uh, at least when he tells me how bad his life is, I can oh. look at chicks. You know? <laughs> so that was that. And then I saw uh, Mitch. Funny. I saw Mitch Clark. i yeah. uh, out with him. How was it? He uh, he's awesome. He's such a low key guy. We actually yeah. made a Periscope video, mm-hmm. and people were asking him like, "Who would win? You were Conor McGregor?" He's like, "Conor McGregor." Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, you're a weight class above." He's like, "That guy's talented. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most low key like com- uh, fighter, right. most humble fighter." It got like twelve thousand hits the, the video. All oh, nice because it was like most humble fighter in the UFC. Yeah. And uh me and me bitch took me downtown. Uh it was funny though because like after the show he actually couldn't get in it was sold out he could have got in but he didn't he, so he, he went to the arcade with his buddy he didn't put the effort in he didn't put the effort in so he comes right and I'm selling t-shirts and people are walking by and I asked for him I was on stage he goes is Mitch Clark here because I wanted to give him a shout out but yeah. he, he didn't respond so everyone's like oh, that's the guy you were talking about I go that guy, I, I was telling people as they're walking out this is Mitch Clark mm-hmm. and uh, I go I was telling these girls I'm like he's in the UFC and one girl's like no he's not you gotta be 200 pounds be in the UFC <laughs> like what like, like he gets- <laughs> No respect, this guy. What? He really is the Rodney Dangerfield. What are of you talking mixing. about? Yeah, that's how <laughs> this guy. He's like, "Welcome to my life." Like he's such a he's such a good it guy. This just ain't
2: me. the NFL.
0: I know. What was, you, I,
2: Edmonton, he, Canada chicks? I, I can understand it.
0: One Asian girl came up to me right after right. my show. She goes, uh "I was at a bar and I was and I'm I'm loyal and faithful to my girl, you know, but of I can course. still I'm still like to go out and like
2: have a drink after the show and just I'm What's not ready to do it anything." Well, right. So I like after that that
0: gets you in trouble. Exactly. So this Asian girl comes up to me, right, and she's like, "Just so you know, I'd have sex with you, but I'm not going to give you a BJ because you're not tested. And but I will have sex with you." And I was was like, "So." I was like, "Thank you. Uh, That's very. I never had anybody say that to me before. Uh, But I'm kind of in a relationship." She's like, "Oh, okay." But I'm like, "What the fuck was that? I'd never." Was she a hot Asian? Not really. No, no, no. and then, and then as, and as I was talking to her, strangers were coming up to me and they were like, make sure you wear three condoms. People that I didn't even know. That was like, uh, thanks, man. Uh, uh, who the fuck are you? You didn't so, even
2: understand that you were being hit on by a hooker. For, no, no. The, she was legit. You were being hit on by the town's bike. Yes,
0: yes. I was, uh, the, the, the I was the being hit on by the community, <laughs> the community bike. Yes, exactly what was going on.
2: It was like, yeah, my boy hit that last week. Uh,
0: but uh, normally they put me up in like a condo, right? Yeah. but and there's a huge hotel like this mall is huge there's a hotel connected to the mall so they gave me the condos under renovation so I stayed at the hotel mm-hmm. and there's a hot tub in the hotel it's two yeah. beds and a hot tub in one room oh, nice. so I'm like I'm going in the hot tub right so I'm in the hot tub at like two in the morning. I'm hanging out and I'm just like, you know, this is cool. I look up and there's a mirror ceiling, ceilings and there's oh. nothing worse than seeing yourself naked in a fucking... <laughs> God damn. I was like, I can't believe any chick wants to fuck me. I'm like, This is fucking like... I was Are like those a fucking, my ribs? I was like a pasty turkey. <laughs> like, like my legs were spread open. I'm in a fucking hot tub. It was just... It was awful, dude. I was like, I grossed myself out the entire weekend. I was just fucking uh, depressed because, That me looking at myself (laughs) in a mirror. But that's
2: pretty cool putting a mirror like that over a hot tub. Yeah, if you're with a chick or something, but
0: now when you're by yourself.
2: Or if you're Jack's, you're just like, "Mm." I'm too sexy for this to t- t- <laughs> you know you're just like flexing yeah. flexing upside down <laughs> yeah, there was, watching your penis float in water and shit there was know?
0: no flexing to be had <laughs> so yeah so that was cool I-, I watched the Amy Winehouse documentary you see that no I haven't uh, seen you that. should see it if it comes on Netflix it's yeah. so sad that girl oh, well has, yeah but of she's course, so, it, you, it ended really bad and, yeah you know the ending <laughs> but yeah, I didn't realize how it much
2: was so sad I thought it was gonna
0: be a happy what no but just so you didn't realize how much talent this chick had Like yeah. so much talent She really sang Like a fat black woman Yeah You know Like she had that That soulful soul. mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. You know She just had that like That voice And she was so t- And then she starts doing Crack and cocaine And heroin And she's bulimic And she, uh, just The boyfriend leaves her Before she's famous Gets back with her When she's famous Turns her on the crack You know Like the f- the, <laughs> That guy The father was never there Once she's famous He's there It's just This chick had no No support system Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you know, you, she takes some responsibility for that herself, yeah, I mean, you know.
2: You, you but... can make that. She, they made it into a head case. That's why she was so talented with, you know, all those problems. Yeah. Most people who are really, really talented are confident in stuff like that, so they don't, they don't, you know, dabble in those things. Yeah, she had no, she had zero
0: confidence. Zero confidence. So, uh, did you watch any of the fights this weekend?
2: Yeah, I got to see all the Bellator fights. Now, what, what are your thoughts? I I was happy that Davis got it done. I was you know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't have a pick, you know. I, I That's mean. not
0: true. You picked Newton.
2: No, I didn't. You did too. I was no, right I here. Yes, you. Yes, no, you did. I didn't. I didn't have a pick. So. Come on, really? Run, run did the he tape. pick Andrew? Run the tape back.
1: Uh-oh.
2: Next time, you guys <laughs> our fans are out there. Even that that MMA roasted stat guy. <laughs> Tell him to run the run the tape back and see who I picked. I told I, I wouldn't pick. You know, I didn't have a horse in the race. Rig. All right, okay. I, I had too many horses in the race. So now
0: I actually texted Phil. I go, man, you're making it look too easy. He uh, looked great, man. You know, I I really think it's just the level of opposition he's faced. I mean, yeah. the the savages. Not only that,
2: not only that. Somebody hit me up today, well, actually at practice, and they were like, "Man, I think I just saw a different film. And and some people were talking trash, like, "Oh, that just shows you how weak Bellator is." No, you no. saw a click in Phil this weekend, where it's like he finally hit that l- that mental block of "I'm getting better." I got good hands. I got good wrestling. I'm a good athlete, and you can see it like that confidence because it's the same Phil, except for the fact that he's more confident now.
0: More confident. He's also a very awkward fighter to fight. You know, if you it, it, his length is going to give a lot of people problems. Oh. He also does these strange.
2: Submissions where he does like modified chicken wings. Uh, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're he they're was good on top in college. You know, yeah. most of those guys that are really good on top are really going to be good at submissions because it's a, a series of moves to get to that point where they put you on your back. It's a series of moves to get to the point where they dominate you with a submission. So I can see him being very, very tough and new and and innovative with his style of submissioning people because that's how he was when, when you're in college,
0: yeah, and no, I'm happy. He also he did he did have a little bit of a more of a ferocious ferocious thing that we haven't seen though. like even when he won, he was going crazy. Yeah. And you know, a guy like Phil, he you know, he told me he I, he personally told me after he signed the contract, He's making a lot more money in Bellator, and yeah. uh he's and he's you know doesn't have to fight these murderers row, and he could be and he wants to be the champion, yeah. and a guy like that, you know, look, he he could be top four in the UFC, he just he, he had a tough time yeah. against Anthony Johnson. I don't think he realized how powerful Anthony Johnson hits until he got hit. Mm-hmm. Rashad Evans, another guy that just. You know, but those are the only two guys you really lost to. I mean, the the Brian
2: Bader... From and Rashad, he was really young at the, at the time. Like, you know, it, he wasn't ready for the... It was one of those, okay, give Phil another three years, he'll be ready for that type of fight. It, he was way too young, and I I knew that fight was going to go the way it was because I was just like ah, it, it's a good name, big name, fills up and on. You know, had he won that fight, he's now the new next thing. But I just knew that he was just too young, immature, immature in the sport game, not in. in
0: and this. I thought he won the Bader fight. The other fight, <laughs> I, I did too. And the other fight, I think he he got the loss. I think it was the Little Nog fight, right? Or was uh-uh. it just the Bader? He won that one. He won that fight. Yeah. You know, I just I think that Phil Davis. Uh, he was getting used to winning those close fights. Yeah. And when you get used to getting the win that win that way, you start, you know,
2: you do just enough to win. Holding out that way, yeah. The
0: judges might go, you know what, fuck this guy, you know? So uh, I'm a Phil Davis fan. He's always been super cool to me. Uh, Always return my phone call, returns my text, No matter how big he gets, comes Mm -hmm. to my comedy shows. You know, so... Good for Phil Davis.
2: Absolutely, I was happy for him. I sent him a text myself, it's like, "Hey man, tournament style, just how we like it, just how, <laughs> just how us wrestlers love it." You know, I'm proud I was of him disappointed though
0: with the King Mo was. Uh,
2: uh, well, his he... ass shouldn't got slammed. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, he broke. He broke his rib getting slammed. You're winning the whole fight, and then you know you being uh, a wrestler of that caliber, you can get taken down. Everybody gets taken down. Sometimes the practice I get taken down, but. To get slammed the way you got slammed, bro, that that. But he came back and slammed the guy himself. Yeah, because he had to get one. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're gonna do that to me? I got, I gotta get that back now. Everybody's gonna talk about it. But he didn't break, he didn't break the dude's rib when he got slammed. No. You know, he. But he you got, know what? The, he,
0: the announcer was—he had him for hurt early. He should have put him out. But the announcer was saying that. But at the same time, King Mo has had people hurt, like when he got hit with that spinning back fist. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's like, Double
2: edged sword. Yeah, he he drags he drags guys. What it, it was what it's called when when you hurt a guy or you can get them out in the first round. They don't need to be in there. Like the Gilbert uh, Melendez chick when yeah. she fought, she could she should have put that girl out of the round. Like first second round she should have had her out, but it went to a, a decision. Obviously yeah. she won. Obviously she was hand down. But you dragged her through the fight knowing that she's not. Capable of doing anything to you. At one point, you got to put the screws to him and get him out of there. I had one fight um in in Utah. I was kind of test because of the altitude. I wanted to test my lungs, so I kind of drugged the guy through the fight. You know, I I went to all all of the rounds. When I had him hurt in the first, I had him hurt in the second. I could have finished him in second, but I was like, oh, they they say I don't have a gas tank. I want to go the whole round. So that's a lot. What a lot of these guys are doing. A lot what Mo did with without having the ability. to But isn't to there a
0: danger though? Like. To play devil's advocate of a guy, you think you have a guy hurt, a guy like King Moe who's been rocked. I mean, he got rocked
2: against... Yeah, uh, but he was... I mean... All, I would say and I don't know the percentages I'm not a st- statistician yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a statistician but he hit him probably 80% of the time they landed you know what I mean yeah. and they were like bomb, bomb, bomb. oh jeez oh, he's gonna, yeah, gonna yeah, knock yeah. his head off kind of thing it's like now that the guy's hurt he can barely defend himself hit him with five more I know I, I think I think ever you since know? he got
0: hit with that spinning back fist he's been a little cautious he's been a little cautious <laughs> and I can't blame him you yeah. know better saves than sorry well chin down hands up at the same, down, at the same time a tournament thing Stop! get the guy out of there get him out I I understand but they always say a wounded animal is its most dangerous and you
2: hear that all the time and it makes sense well then his ass should have took him down and beat him up that way
0: you're right you're right look King Mo I like King Mo It it was a shame who did Davis beat in the finals he
2: beat uh I don't know. I don't know the, guy, don't the, know the guy's name. The, the, uh, I was disappointed. The Canadian guy from the <laughs> UFC. I was disappointed. Out the whole time, and the, the in between fights, we're watching the Pride and all that stuff. I mean, not the Pride, but the kickboxing and stuff. I'm like, work. Davis and Mo. Oh, I'm about to go get some popcorn. I'm about to go grab this. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I don't know. I'm going with Phil. I don't know who's going to win it. And then they're like, oh, Moe's hurt. I'm like, what? I just sat here for all that long waiting for that to happen, and then he gets hurt. Francis Carmont. So, That's. I movie. was a little bit disappointed that you know he. They cleared him, and then they didn't clear him, yeah. So, I mean, he'd be the dude named Francis who fought, you know, earlier in the day, so it still kind of counts as the guy being... No,
0: Francis Kamara is a legit UFC yeah. veteran. Yeah, and he's a t- you know, trans-GSP is a tough guy. The thing about Phil Davis is that... You know, you think you're out of range, because but he's so <laughs> fucking tall that he can
2: land that <laughs> he hit him that, him with goofy that fake punch. cross left hook jump out of you, get out of here kind of thing. It was uh, it was beautiful. I liked it. It was a little bit unorthodox, like yeah. you said. But homie's got a a glass chin. Obviously, you think so? what you don't,
0: what? He, you don't think maybe he didn't see it coming? The punches that you don't see coming, the ones that hurt you.
2: Yeah, that too. He didn't see it coming, but also that. I mean, he, he went down like a ton of bricks. You know what
0: I mean? So I wrote, actually, Phil Davis finished off two guys in one night, two black guys in one night. He's now officially a Kardashian, right? <laughs> Which then, so then Funny MMA, the guys over at Funny MMA who, who have always been nice to me and supportive, they made a meme out of it, right? But they didn't credit me. They didn't say, like, um. but, but well, and, and then people were tagging me left and right. Fighters, Anthony Berchek tagged me and said, yeah. look, these guys are stealing your jokes. Yeah. Look. So I, I hit him up. I go, Thank, I'm glad you liked my joke. And then they said, uh, they said someone DM'd them the joke. But it said it was theirs or didn't give it, you know. Yeah. And, and they showed me a DM. Yeah. So look – I'm not here to start a joke thief war, okay? <laughs> there have, Shots fired. There have the beef
2: in the streets. I mean,
0: <laughs> if they would have asked me, I would have said no problem. Right. You know, a little, like, credit to. Yeah. Like, they, look, there are times. But, that, like, But like you said, in their defense, they didn't even know where it came from. Exactly. And there, and, and there's a guy like Aaron Weinbaum. There are guys out there, uh, Joe Jaggi. There's a, uh, there's a guy from uh, – there's a, a bunch of guys that sometimes tag – Send me jokes, mm-hmm. and I, and I'll always ask them Hey, can I use that for the roasted video, or can I use it from the text from last fight? But I always ask them you know. No. And and night no, actually, a hundred percent of the time, people are like I'd be honored or thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So, so I'll just so just, cool. just ask, you know. Like, <laughs> and, and there are times that I'll write a joke and I'm like, fuck, someone else wrote that joke, or like, right. you know, just just great mind things like, or yeah, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, it is. So I'm not mad. It was like whatever. They're not making any money on it. It did get a jokes thousand. Jokes about
2: obviously about creativity, and sometimes when you're. We're dealing with the same kind of... Exactly. ...atmosphere. You, you think of the same creature. But you think of a
0: thousand-something likes, and I'm like, fuck, those could have been my likes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, now, uh, Now, as far as... Oh, you stole as, my likes. You stole my likes, man. My fucking confidence <laughs> is gone. Uh, as far as uh, Bellator goes... Um, I'm not crazy about the whole mixing the martial arts thing, and I said it from the get go. Right. I understand they're trying to hype Glory; they want more eyes on Glory. People are not yeah. watching Glory like they should, and they're sort of like, "Hey, look, kickboxing." But I really think that when you, you know, when you start like, I think boxing should be boxing. Kickboxing? Should you watch kickboxing? MMA there, wrestling. Yeah, but I,
2: mean, I think it was a good way to help both. You know, I, not that MMA needs help on their eyes, but it was like most of kick hardcore kickboxing fans are like, yeah, I can't wait for kickboxing. Like, oh shit, they brought they brought MMA with them. You know what I mean? It was like MMA, MMA. Oh shit, they brought kickboxing with them. You know, and a lot of people who aren't really into that thing. I mean, think how many real true Americans actually watch kickboxing? Like, no, that. in
0: theory, that's you great. I mean? In theory, but yeah. at the same time, you're watching a kickboxing going. Why can't he take him down? And you're like, oh <laughs> fuck! This is getting, <laughs> like I'm I'm getting confused. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm. just... Why wouldn't you just double him? Yeah. You know?
2: But I think you know, like like we were saying, it just kind of. I think it helped. I think I think you know, me personally, we got two different opinions, but I think it helped in a sense that you know more people got to see. Kickboxing and more. You know why? Why are some of the MMA fighters who aren't good at takedown want to just do kickboxing? No, yeah. Like, why don't some of the kickboxers just learn wrestling and do the MMA? And you know, it kind of.
0: It kind no, of brought it those does, But it up. also creates a sort of like circus like atmosphere. Like, I mean, why, why don't we have? Two, oh, they were trying to create this. Why don't we have two on two MMA and then yeah. we'll have arm wrestling? Oh, they're trying to create a. Circus. Then we'll have X arm. You ever see X arm? No. What's it, that? It, they have. Uh, they do arm wrestling where you could punch
2: with the other hand. I yeah, I did see it. <laughs> That's <laughs> goddamn time. Tyson would be the man at that right now. He could be their champ right now. XR? You, I- you ain't landing. It mean, it, <laughs> let me get a one-fledged punch on you you know some of the toughest guys in MMA get one you go to that league you're gonna be the champ (laughs) get get Cain Velasquez over there let me get two punches on you Uh, you think you can be a Kane in that no I'm saying Cain would kill people in that because those guys are the guys that are like oh you know they don't I mean obviously they don't have that serious amount of power in the punches you you're arm wrestling (laughs) while punching a guy I'll let you get me down almost to the end, where I can just punch you in the face while you're working on my arm, <laughs> and it'll be over. You know what I mean? That would be the that's to me that's just stupid. You know they're like, oh I'm bored, let's arm wrestle. Oh yeah, you almost broke my arm, I'm gonna punch you. Oh shit, we got a sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's
0: like when the, when is it ever retarded. gonna happen in a real fight? All right, Never. first let's arm wrestle before we. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird.
2: Yo, bro, you almost hurt my wrist. <laughs> well, you get you, P- punch him in the face, and then you now no, we man, got a sport. I surprised that didn't catch on. Uh, yeah, but like I'm like, not surprised what, it didn't catch on. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense why it didn't catch on. You guys look like two idiots holding hands, <laughs> Just punching each other. <laughs> it's like rock them, sock them, holding hands.
0: What are you uh, doing? <laughs> uh, Paul what? Daly, Fernando Gonzalez. I watched that. You know, I gotta give. You know, I've heard stories about Fernando. People that to train with him over at um, I think he trains over up at Hendo's gym at uh. Mm. Oh, Good
2: stories? Bad No, stories? no,
0: all the way up at uh, Quest, Team Quest. Mm-hmm. And they say that Fernando drops, like, legit dudes in the gym. I mean, I'm not going to say the name. He hits but hard. Let's, let's say a top five guy in the UFC, which I heard, right. Fernando was fucking him up. Okay. Right. But they were saying, this guy, if he actually got serious about, like, losing weight and this, he could be legit. And you know what? He goes up against Paul Daly. He's one and two as a kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... The dude, like,
2: almost he's pretty damn well. Yeah, uh, he. I mean, I it, thought he got beat up, but really, I thought. He, I mean, I, Paul did what he want. I mean, he did. I mean, obviously it was it was a fight, you know. Yeah. So it go it goes up and down, you know, roller coaster. But. You know, at no point was Paul like, "Oh my God, this guy's a handful." It I gave him the kind of, third round. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, chocolate melts in the third. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was about that time for him to, you know, wind it down a little bit. You know, uh, you know, he did a lot better than I thought he was going to do. Yeah. This guy, Fernando,
0: and uh, if he actually, he looks like he's got a lot of weight he's carrying. Uh, he he could looks, probably be a forty-five pounder. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he could probably be a forty-five pounder. This dude. Nah, I mean, he can be, be He could be a fifty-five.
2: And pounder.
0: I think he'd be a damn good fifty-five pounder. This yeah. guy. Oh, you know. Yeah. He's a brawler. He's yeah. tough.
2: Speaking of the fifty-five, Thompson looked great.
0: Thompson looked great, but they but I looked up the guy's record. He fought. They brought yeah. a guy who yeah. hadn't even fought in Bellator yet. He was an, like he alternate. They, they, they gave him <laughs> it was a night of alternate. They, they gave him a guy that like they, he yeah. was going to look good against. And yeah. I, I I don't know much about that guy, but like Thompson did look great.
2: But it, it's to you know they they got a they got a build to Brooks. They got a bill to to Chandler. You speaking know, speaking of
0: Will Brooks, he's. He sent out like three tweets in a row,
2: right.
0: angry as fuck about Bellator. Uh, we're gonna talk, talk about this right now. I want to get your opinions on this, and then we'll uh, we, we actually have we have a great bunch of guests here today. We have uh, Diego Sanchez nice. on nice. The, on the podcast, as well as this little one hundred five
2: pound girl who's uh she's a badass. Jinu Fry, you, why you gotta say this little one hundred five? I think if you go one hundred five pound, people are gonna know that she's little. Very good. Okay, so, thank you. You're you ba- I was, I was you not a basher, No, before I'm not we bashing her. Oh, this little ass
0: 105 pound chick. I was okay. All right. So, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that, Bob. <laughs> so Will Brooks. Okay, so he tweets <laughs> right. out we work our ass off for this organization, and I feel the new guys get more respect than me and the other guys that have been here. Yeah. There needs to be more respect shown by the organization and the fans to me and the other fighters that were both here before these new cats. I've watched these new guys come over and get the royal treatment while me and the other champions Get the should the should shrug treatment. Damn, that really pissed me off. That Tito needs the spotlight so much he took over Liam's interview. That's BS. So, do you agree with that? Are are, are they giving these new guys treatment, whereas like Will and some of the older guys?
2: No, I, I I understand what he's saying. I definitely I definitely understand what he's saying. And I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be the corporate guy right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna obviously step on. I'm not gonna bite the hand that feeds me, right? (laughs) But no, I understand what he's saying for sure, and I and I can dig him on that. A little bit of it is though that. He's not he's not uh, out there as public, you know, not as public, but just a little bit more exciting outside of the cage, a little bit more exciting in the cage and a little bit more exciting out of the cage. They're saying, you know, he's not even though he's the champion, he's not putting fans in the stance, you know, as you know, the Tito Ortiz and and, you know, the other guys, you know, not because of the legendariness of Tito Ortiz, but because of the riff raff you kind of get with them. You either like him or you hate him. And Will Brooks is not a hated guy you know what I mean no one hates Will Brooks unless unless he fought one of your favorite fighters on the way up you're not like oh I can't wait to see Will get knocked out you're you're a fan of MMA then you're a fan of Will you are you know you're like oh he's, he's good he's tough you know he's gonna be this he's gonna be that but what Bellator is looking for in a sense is those guys that are going to be hated or tremendously loved you're not tremendously falling in love with Will Brooks in a sense you're not like oh I can't wait till Will fights you know I can't, who's gonna who's gonna challenge Will you're not sitting there you know (laughs) Blowing your brains out Waiting for him to fight In a sense You know So what can We'll be doing though Uh, I'm going to say It's the 2015 Edition of Getting the fights Chell did it Connor's doing it You gotta You gotta kinda be that guy But he's on Twitter Bashing uh, uh, Pitbull Yeah He's
0: on Twitter Bashing the organization I mean Can what could he, should he be going on podcasts?
2: Should he be yeah, doing he this? Be, he, should he be? Like, it's it's a it's a thin game because when I first started with Bellator, I was wearing suits and I was a little bit you know a little bit brash when I first started out and wearing suits and oh, I came for a business thing and then after I lost the fight, they were like oh no more suits, don't wear any more suits, don't you know kind of kind of tone it down in a sense. But as I'm starting to get you know better and have a, you know a little win streak going or something like that, they're like oh we need you to speak more, we need you to do this more. So it's a little bit of you know them wanting the guy. To 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 put people in the stance. A lot of people don't even care about the fighting. A lot of people in the in the organization.
0: But just, I think he's mad that Phil Davis and Josh Thompson, all these guys, are coming in from the UFC and Bellator is all about them. It's and, about the names and him. It's not
2: about. It's not. A lot of people are, are mixing it up that it's about the fighting. It's not about the fighting. It's about the entertainment. It's entertaining. And that's why they're doing the Kimball slices, the the you know the other. So
0: stuff. we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about it's entertainment. People forget about... they got to be more more entertaining. But Will Brooks is an entertaining fighter. Yeah, I mean he his fights with Chandler were epic. Yeah, uh, he's beating everybody Absolutely.
2: put in front of him. I agree. Uh, and I agree, he needs more respect. He's the champion. He took a lot of took. He had to beat the champ to get beat the champ. So, you know, he should definitely get more respect. But uh, on on the Bellator side, you know, it's like, I need you to be more entertaining. You know, we're we're putting on a business here. We're we're not just you know, we're not just kickboxers. We we want you to be entertaining in a sense. Yeah, show me something. Say something. Do something.
0: We're going to call Jin Yu right now. Uh, she's four and one, 105 pound
1: <laughs> girl,
0: adorable, from Texas. But she's uh, this girl does a girl does a lot of good stuff in the world. Yeah. Yeah, she does these missions in Kenya and Africa. Hello. Hey, is this Jin Yu?
1: Yes,
0: good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast with Adam Hunter and Bubba Jenkins. Yeehaw! How, are, how, how about are, them Cowboys? How are you doing? I'm great. How's that uh, Texas? Hot. Nice. Are you a Cowboys fan? Uh,
3: not not exactly. <laughs> uh, I live about five minutes from the stadium, but uh, I don't really watch football. Huh.
0: Huh. Now, where did now? What nationality are you, by the way, Jin Yufrei?
3: Um, my father's Korean and my mother's Caucasian.
0: Ah, you're you're very beautiful. I have to say, you're you're extremely beautiful, girl. Thank you. I Want to let you know that now you're you're <laughs> uh, you're, you're four and one. Uh, you just come off a, a you're on a two fight winning streak uh, for um, for Invicta. Uh, you look great in your last fight. You got you got some. By the way, you have some power. I watched one of your knockouts, and uh, it was one of the. Top ten best knockouts for all women in 2013. You you, you got you got some power for a, a little girl. Jesus,
3: I eat my spinach. <laughs> yeah,
0: you eat your spinach. Now, um, what do you think went right in your last fight?
3: Um, you know, my combinations were coming together pretty well. I noticed that I I tend to be kind of a slow starter, and um, I, you know, we've discussed that with my coaches, and um, you know they decided that I need to have, like, a good long warm-up to, uh, you know, find my rhythm a little bit earlier because I can't afford to really give up the first round just because I'm spinning half the round trying to find my range and that sort of thing.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I mean, you definitely uh, you d- definitely did really good on the uh, feet. You definitely dominated. You even got t- the uh, takedown on the first. Uh, I was reading uh, last night about you, and uh, you do a lot of—you actually work with cancer patients? Yes. So tell us about that.
3: Um, I work at an outpatient cancer facility, and um, I inject them with radioactive materials and uh, do cancer staging to check on the progression of their treatments and that sort of thing.
0: Nice. I, I, used, I used to work with kids who had cancer at the Ronald McDonald House, and it was like uh, I was a volunteer. Kind
3: of heavy some days.
0: Yeah, no, it was really it was really uplifting. And it was really not, you know great, to, but then sometimes you're just like man, when you see these kids and then you don't see them forever, it's just like it just it's rough. It was really rough.
3: You, uh, yeah for sure you know you really start to develop relationships with these people and you, you know you hear about their families and things that they still want to get done in their lives and uh you know so it gets it gets kind of be it's pretty hard uh when you lose them
0: yeah no it was uh, it was it was yeah it was brutal um but the, but especially uh, it's funny it was it was not funny it was uh it was cool to see though the relationships between the kids and the parents and how much closer they get you know like they really the kids are forced to grow up but you just I mean, these kids were, like, the most amazing kids I've met in my life. Um, You're also a—you have a a business degree as well?
3: Uh, Yeah, I just um, actually finished that about four weeks ago. So that was uh, great to have that huge weight off my shoulders.
0: Congratulations.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I was like—you're
0: just like this—I don't know. You're kind of like a very interesting person where I was— You you're just like this little girl who who fights, and then you go on missions in Kenya and Africa, right? Yes. So, what do you do there?
3: Um, A few years ago, I joined Buckner's International and uh, did a mission trip out there for about two weeks, and uh, we worked with orphans uh, from the AIDS epidemic, and uh, you know, a few of the kids had the HIV virus. But um, it was it was a really great experience, very eye opening, and. You know, it it was just really humbling to see um, how the people out there live um, and really made me feel like, you know, when you come back, you just kind of feel disconnected from everything. Like, you just feel so overindulgent. And so, like, you can't really complain about anything in life after having seen how, um, you know, these people are surviving. And not only are they surviving, but they all have, like, really positive attitudes and are really happy.
0: So what did you do for those kids?
3: Um, you know, I mostly just played with them. I set up, uh, like, we did kind of a vacation Bible school because they were out from school. Um, I mostly did, like, arts and crafts and just uh, took them out in the fields and, you know, we done rope and played soccer and that sort of thing.
0: Wow. Now, how did you get into uh, fighting? <clears throat>
3: um,. It was, I I used to just go to this gym and work out and I would run on the treadmill and they were actually starting an MMA program and um, it kind of piqued my interest and I would always just kind of watch the classes from the treadmill as I'm running. And, uh, you know, I decided one day I'd give it a shot and uh, I just did like the conditioning classes. Um, But there was a girl in there and she, she wanted to fight, but she never had anybody to work with because there weren't any other females. And so she would ask me to stay, you know, for kickboxing and stay for jujitsu and stay and see if I would spar with her um and then after a couple of months i just decided that i thought maybe i could do it too wait so how old were you when this happened uh i was probably like 22 or 23 at the time
0: and did you have any kind of like background in martial arts or um, wrestling or
3: no you know my my dad um he was he had done karate or i mean taekwondo his whole life being from korea and he was like you know 6 or 7 degree black belt um and my older brother did taekwondo but know that wasn't ever anything I was really interested in.
0: Damn. Now, how does it got now? And, and you're married, right? Because that's like the worst thing I've heard in my yeah. life. That That's that's the that, really bad part of this interview. I was, uh, <laughs> I honestly, I think I fell in love with these t- uh, 12 times yesterday while uh, watching this <laughs> and now it's just it's awful. How long have you been married for?
3: Uh, we've been married for three years, but we've been together for about seven.
0: Now, where'd you meet this guy?
3: Uh, fundamentally, Funny enough, I met him um, at some fights. I was there with my friend, the the one who initially got me into um, MMA. She was making her pro debut, and I was there kind of supporting her. And my husband was fighting on that same card, and uh, he was actually hitting on my little sister at (laughs) (laughs) weigh-in.
0: So he was hitting on your sister, and then did your sister, she was interested in him or no?
3: No, I mean, she was my younger sister, and, um, you know, he was like asking me about her, and he's like all dehydrated and, you know, can barely make like a coherent sentence. And uh, I let him know that, you know, he should probably be focusing on his fight or trying to pick up little girls. <laughs>
0: uh, and what's his name? His name's Douglas. Douglas what? Douglas Shy. Douglas Shy. Is he still a fighter?
3: Um, He is no longer fighting, but he, he, uh, lives vicariously through me and he coaches me and you know comes up with all kinds of like horrible strength and conditioning circuits on me <laughs> now how how, and, far, uh,
0: how far did he make it as a fighter
3: um professional and amateur I think he's got like 30 30 fights or so he's he's got quite a bit of experience and then he wrestled um before that so he's He's kind of done cutting weight and doing all that. He's been doing it for a long time.
2: Yeah, wrestling will do that to you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, do you have any kids?
3: No, we don't. Oh,
0: nice. So you we have uh, three dogs. Three dogs, there you go. Yeah,
2: I saw that she's got Mixed some pit bulls, huh? How many pit bulls do you have?
3: Uh, we have two pit bulls, and we have a chihuahua.
2: Yeah, that kind of mixes weirdly. <laughs> do they get
3: along <laughs> or not yeah, like, the chihuahua actually rolls the roost. <laughs> Cindy around
0: the house Nice Now is your sister still single?
3: Uh, no, she's
0: not. <laughs> Damn, you're I, just missing out on all. I of know. <laughs> I mean, the, dude, this chick's crazy. She's got like a back tattoo. You, you're Jack, your last fight, you look so muscular. Your arms were fucking jacked. Jesus Christ, good work. Uh, and then um, <laughs> she's smart. She could fight. Your age. You have, she's what's, Korean.
2: What's your uh, What's your thing with iguanas? Because I used to have. I used to have a nine pound iguana. And I'm, I saw on her Twitter that she's. You know, she's got pictures of a bunch of different iguanas. What's What's the deal with that?
3: Oh, we um, last year we went to the Galapagos Islands, and uh, so there was just a lot of wildlife. So I don't actually have one; and uh, I've never really owned one, but I just enjoy wildlife. And you gotta get one. The they're they're colors, awesome. Like, they're better the than
2: chihuahuas. Do you have an iguana? I don't have one anymore. No, my wife vetoed it. But <laughs> I used to have an iguana that was that was a big boy. I called him Fat Boy because his belly used to drag. He was awesome. One of my favorite pets ever.
0: So so Jin, who do you want to fight next?
3: Um, you know, I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought because I'm about to go on vacation and uh, I've kind of like mentally checked out. (laughs) As soon as I get back, you know, I'm going to meet with my coaches. We'll probably review the tape and, you know, course over things that I need to work on, maybe things that I did well and probably sit down and uh, start looking at maybe what the next option is and where we should go from here.
0: Do you have a uh, day job, by the way?
3: I, I do, just the cancer facility. Oh, right, 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 right,
2: Vacation, where are you going? Where's, what's the plan, you and Frey? Uh, going to New Zealand. Oh. Nice. Why why New Zealand? Why not, like, you know, Hawaii or something? Um. What's in New I, Zealand, Zealand that you guys, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, who's, like, oh, New Zealand. But what's in New Zealand that, like, you know, made you, hey, let's do it. New Zealand, that's where we're headed. Because I I can't even think of, like, a reason why I would (laughs) go to New Zealand.
0: New Zealand's great, man.
2: Are you kidding? I just never never thought of it, you know?
0: Oh, no. New Zealand's awesome. Uh, Australia's awesome. New Zealand's awesome. Listen, Jen, you surf, you fight, you help people with cancer, you're smart. You got everything going for you. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the thing. Like you have a penis or something, because <laughs> this, 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 this is all, this is all too good to be true. So uh, you have a very lucky husband. I hate him, um, but uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so good luck in your next fight. By the way, have you heard of this thing called Tip Fighter? Uh, you
3: know, I've seen a couple of tweets about it.
0: Yes, well, Bubba is the head of Tip Fighter, which is uh, it's a new thing where the fighters can tip you for your training and for your fights. Uh, not the fighters, the people, the audience can tip you. But that, like, so, so say I'm a big fan of yours. I I like know your story. I know how great of a person you are. I could throw you 20 bucks or 50 bucks or 100 bucks, and uh, next thing you know, it adds up, and you made an extra thousand, two thousand. 5,000, your girl, or whatever it is. Your
2: girl, Andrea Lee, on her last Invicta card may bank on it. So you should definitely, we should definitely talk about it because it's something that um, I feel like a lot of fighters, especially the ones that are, you know, focusing on and family and trying to provide for them. I think it'd be a great thing for you. Yeah.
3: For sure. I'll have to uh, hit her up and ask her
0: about it. Oh, cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. It's a pleasure to even talk to someone like you. Keep up the great work.
3: All right. Thank you.
0: Take care. All right, that was Jin Yu. I don't think she liked me.
2: <laughs> oh, She's just very calm chick, very very uh, docile in a sense. Not not gonna ruffle anybody's feathers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. She seemed like she was annoyed by me talking. I don't know. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I need to sleep, dude. I got three hours of sleep. I got to do a show after this for. Uh, Scott Bayo you know Scott Bayo yeah. I've heard of him Charles yet. in charge happy days you yeah. see Dad run he was like a huge actor in the 80's and 90s so he he's a friend of mine and his wife his wife has cancer and they're, oh, yeah. uh, they're having a benefit for her at golf's at annual golf tournament thing yeah. So I'm the the guest comedian so yeah. I got to go from right here to there so you got to be funny. I got to be funny which you, is no problem you know, you but better I got to be, be funny but there's gonna be kids everywhere. <laughs> so oh. they told me I gotta be I PG gotta PG-13 no like G-rated oh. PG, PG not PG-13 <laughs> like 5 year old girls there oh, so man. I was up till like 4 hours till I was up till I didn't go to sleep yet uh, except for the airplane 3 hour flight cause I'm trying to I'm nervous man it's one yeah. thing to like bomb but the bomb in front of Scott Bayo and mm-hmm. his wife who has cancer and their mm-hmm. kids is like right. a whole different type of bomb yep. you know so I'm just nervous about that the life
2: of the comedian ah.
0: Yeah, deal I know. I'm even. They change the
2: rules all the time. When you see if the, if we were fighting and they were always like, okay, well, there's kids here, so you can't like jumping knee people in the face. If you change the rules all the time would make it much more hard for a did fighter, it.
0: I went from like having the best sets in Canada to I, the last time I did one of these things. I did a, a benefit for Scott. Actually, it was his birthday party, his 50th birthday party.
2: I did right,
1: right.
0: And they told me no roasting Scott. You got to be clean. It went so bad. There was an auction. <laughs> there was an auction after. So me, this right? be
2: the second time you bombed yeah, for is, him. Yeah. And they <laughs> keep
0: hiring me it's like almost like they like watching me bomb you know it went so it went so bad there was an auction after me right and no one was bidding on like this painting and the auctioneer goes if nobody bids I'm bringing the comic back up oh, and then people started bidding no. that's how bad it went no. I, yeah, th- I was actually part of the bid and they, and they hired me again for this I'm like, oh.
2: maybe they have plans for an auction <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do they have an auction dude it was so funny because like Scott Scott's the man but he doesn't like to play golf with people he's a big golfer but he he hates playing with people. Right. So that just he's just one of these guys to like to be by himself. He he was a huge star. When I say huge star, yeah, like,
2: no, I, I, that's why when you said, do you know him? I've heard of him. I so don't know. He him. was a massive star
0: right. back in the day, and he dated like all the he dated Pam Anderson, her, mm-hmm. her prime; Heather Locklear, in her prime. I mean, you you do. I mean, he's he yeah. was the man. He did it so. He doesn't like to play with golf people, so they were bidding a round of golf with Scott Bayo, right? And it got up to like a couple thousand, and then he started bidding against everybody to not play with anybody.
2: <laughs> He's God. like, "I'll a- pay six thousand dollars for no one to
0: win, <laughs> <with>. <laughs> just to play by myself." I'll play seven to play with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, ten grand. No <laughs> one's gonna play with me. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Exactly. Man.
0: So, uh, by the way, Tito Ortiz, what do you think of that fight?
2: I thought it was. Prime Tito, but you know, if he, he stayed out of trouble, I think he, you know, would have faded in third. But I think, you know, it looked look good for him being so uh, out of his prime so far. Yeah, out Mitch of his prime. told
0: me Tito got killed, right? And so I was like, he got killed. I guess he was one of the highlights. So I went no, and watched it. I'm like, no. he was dominating. He never, yeah, he didn't get killed. He got caught. He got caught. Yeah. And then, but John McCarthy did, you have to pass, you got to work. And then he went to pass and then he got caught. Like, yeah. he, you know, I, I think back in the old days,
2: he, he could have laid on him. Yeah. Could have laid on him, but yeah. now
0: they're trying to make it more
2: entertaining. Entertaining, <laughs> and that kind
0: of worked worked against him. You know,
2: yeah. yeah, a little bit. He got uh, caught, and that's one of Liam's best and favorite submissions. So, you know, yeah. It, you get that head in a lock. That head ain't getting out. <laughs> 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 so The fact that uh, he caught him with that one with, you know, it wasn't an arm bar or anything like that. Although I thought the arm bar was going to get him. Uh, Tito looked like he was about to tap, and then he just, you know, muscle buoyed out, and then he got his head caught.
0: I was pulling <laughs> Tito. I wanted Tito to win. I mean, you know, as much as, like, I make fun of Tito, I respect him a lot. And, I, you know, I I was pulling for him. There was something, like, crazy about Bellator right now where, first, you know, they signed Fedor for New Year's Eve, they're saying. Mm. And, you know, everyone's really excited. I understand the excitement. You know, Fedor is a legend. I mean, you know— Many consider him the greatest of all time, especially now with Anderson Silva getting busted for steroids. I think that actually, you know, makes Fedor look even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guys that he beat in his, in his prime—the the Crow Cops, the Kevin Randlemans, the you know, these monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was beating the Gary Goodriches. I mean, Fedor was just was a beast. He did lose three fights in a row, and then he won three against guys. You know, he beat the Jeff Monsons and you know good guys, but mm-hmm. he did lose three fights in a row. In the UFC. He to Dan Henderson. I mean, granted, it was a TRT hendo. Does he beat a, you know, non-TRT hendo? I think so. He got caught by Verdum. And he got Bigfoot Silva. He beat a TRT Bigfoot. So he really only beat uh, Verdum if you want to count those TRT wins with an asterisk. You know, right, right. Cause I don't think Fedor is juicing. It just doesn't seem like
2: he, who knows, but you know. It, <laughs> Your body shows that you are not on roids <laughs> he, he's,
0: he's had dad, dad bods
2: since he was 12, you know. So, right. uh,
0: you know, that, that being said, we're seeing an older Fedor, and who are they going to put him up? I want to see him in the UFC. I don't want to see him against Bobby Lashley. I think he'll beat Bobby Lashley. I don't want to see him against Kimbo Slice. You know, he'll beat Kimbo Slice, but I feel like that's where this is going.
2: It's about putting the fans in the stands. It's about entertainment, baby. But
0: what about the real fans? What about the fans like? Yeah. I mean, what about the yeah. fans that want to see Fedor against the top five guys in the UFC? The Fedor Ben Rothwell, the Fedor versus uh, you know, even Frank Mir, Frank Fedor versus Arlovsky. I mean, well, then
2: Fedor should have signed with UFC.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. But now we're gonna see Fedor versus freak shows. Do you have a problem with that? Hey, when would you watch it? I'm on 100. Uh, I'll watch. <laughs> are you kidding? I'll watch Fedor jerking off in the middle of the fucking ring. You put Fedor with fucking lotion jerking off. I'll fucking watch it. You know, uh, I
2: Fedor versus Lubiderm. <laughs> I would 100
0: watch Fedor versus Lub. <laughs> yes, of course I'll watch. Uh, it. Uh,
2: yes, of course I'll watch. I'm it. a fan of both. I'm a fan of new school and old school. Obviously, you want to see the good names, the best of best names I I'd rather see that in boxing, you know, you know, the the better names versus the better names. But in MMA, I want to see a good guy. Me personally, I don't, I don't know how this is for everybody. And I don't know how this is gonna make me sound, but I like to see. Sometimes I like to see a, a mismatch match because you get to see them open up a little bit more you know what I mean in a, in a the case of the freak show where, fights I mean yeah, uh, not the freak show fights in the sense that it's like Kimball Slice versus K- K- Kid Shamrock but freak show fights like you know Michael Page versus a non-named guy yeah. you know what I mean because you know he's gonna light that guy up you get to see like uh, really exciting versus the guy he fought yeah for. you get to see really exciting the guy that they want to feature anyway the guy that they want you know to go to the next round anyway is going to shine, so I'd rather see Fedor versus Joe Schmo from across the street who just learned how to tie a shoe at the
0: same time. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch Fedor versus Czech put him against Czech Congo. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they're gonna put him up against, I mean, there's a guy, good that fight, would be good. Yeah. you know, Congo will probably stand with him, yeah. Um, and Congo might beat him, you know, right yeah. at this point, yeah. You know, a prime Fedor versus prime Congo, I think prime Fedor wins every time, but. 38-year-old Fedor who has been hanging out with Putin and whatever the hell he's doing in Russia. I don't <laughs> Getting think, money. I don't think he beats I don't think he beats Congo at this point. Right. I don't. I mean, maybe he does.
2: Good okay, fight know. to see. That would be a good matchup. Yeah. New Year's Eve.
0: New Year's Eve. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So I know what I'm watching. New Year's Eve. Uh so Titan FC.
2: There was uh, some good fights. Did you watch any of this? I I told you last time. Run the stats. Where's my MMA stat guy? Uh. MMA roasted stat guy. Tell him, I already told you, I don't have fight pass. You don't have fight pass. But I'm working on it.
0: So uh, there were some good fights, man. Like this guy Peter Petz, uh, first Friday of the night, Beautiful spinning back fist. This guy, Sid Boos, who Did he, he knock hit, him out the spinning yeah, back fist. Yes, knocked him out. And like, nice. uh, you know, Sid Boos. This guy's he was uh, he was actually Joe Warren's training partner. Oh, okay. he was eighty five and two in high school wrestling. Uh, South Dakota What's state his champion. Name? Oh,
2: South Dakota. Never mind. I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need to know his name. But
0: he came. He took on Shane Shaney Shane Jamie, who I guess was uh, Misha Tate's wrestling coach, an Ultimate Fighter, two time All American. And, and it was good. They, they what's, matched him up again. Cool? Uh, cool? I don't know. Two time All American. Mm-hmm. His name is Shane Jamie, and Sid Boos won. Huh. Uh, he's, he's, he's undefeated. I'll tell you what this kid, Jason Knight, he he's 16 and 1. He took this fight against uh, this guy, Kamenev, who I guess is a Sambo champion, M1 champion, mm-hmm. seven straight wins, hasn't lost since 2011, wow. was beating this guy up. And Sid Jason Knight, uh, with. Uh, Alan Belcher in his corner mm-hmm. he, he kept capping catching him and like rubber guard and he kept doing these like he was the only guy that I've seen use rubber guard who's not like tall wow. and lengthy right. yeah, and he was using it and he ended up catching him and won the fight huge and, upset on two weeks notice what did he catch him with? He caught him with, uh, I think he caught him with an arm bar, uh, but it was, he was using rubber guard the whole time. And mm-hmm. this guy was so fucking pissed. They brought him in to lose, right. and this guy, you look on his shirt. Dog doesn't even have a picture, but six, <laughs> it just has that like thing. Like it, they didn't know anything image. about. They didn't know anything about this guy, and uh, they brought him in to lose. And this guy was this guy. He had this from Mississippi. He has that fucking draw, you know. Right. And he's like, man, I'm sorry about my performance. I could have done better. Right. But <laughs> this guy over here, he's number number two in record. He's the real right. deal Like
1: right,
2: right.
0: It was like oh shucks Yeah He's like But next time I'll do better I'm like do better You just uh-huh. fucking beat the, Like they Right the, 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 And he's
2: The guy that won Is 17 and 1 now? now He's Yeah now he's 17 and 1 Well he's I mean Even though they brought him in to lose My man doesn't lose No he doesn't lose <laughs> And he, You know the one
0: loss I mean, Out of 18 fights that and he had Alan Belcher in <laughs> his corner But he got dropped He was getting yeah. dominated But he just had this belief in himself I mean yeah. This Titan FC They're doing good shit You he know barely
2: knows how to lose
0: they're, they're, yeah they're doing good stuff over at titan they yeah. really are uh they got this guy ricky simon another guy who beat alex soto who's uh who's in bahrain now okay. who's a part of that like team bahrain over there for the sheik the guys the sheik's gym yeah but uh this this the, the, this, this uh guy won um uh he ended up uh ricky simon won he 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 won and then zane our boy uh, zane kamaka lost a hawaiian
2: dude lost oh yeah the uh, ones that were saying they're going to stay toe to toe? You
0: know what? To his credit, he did stand toe to toe, but Bilal boxed around him yeah. <laughs> and Bilal won. Yeah. Uh, he had a better game plan
2: because it just,
0: Zane was just in the co- in the. That middle. was a good press
2: conference. That yeah. was one of our better ones to begin the the podcast press conference deals.
0: Steven Seiler one, uh, nice, nice. with a, a Ninja Choke. How, first how, round,
2: first round. first I, round. he said, I'm not going past the first. I talked to him because we were talking about Fighter on the phone and he was I was like, so you know what are you what are you predicting he was like, I'm not getting out of the first round. yeah <laughs> like what are you you're not getting out or he's like <laughs> no I'm gonna choke him out in the first round.
0: he did Awesome. one arm guillotine oh, first my. round. Beautiful. The kid did, this kid, Austin, was good. He just didn't know it was good. Tim Elliott looked great. And yeah. then that's where I got up to. I haven't seen the two title fights. It was five hours of watching fighting. Right. But it's on Fight Pass, which is, uh, you can watch it. You can watch it now. But I like it. I like what they're doing over Titan FC. Yeah. And it, you know what? It, it, um, it kind of showed, not to knock Bellator... But it was straight MMA. Like it was straight. No freak show. No freak show, no, no gimmicks, yeah. no pride lady. Although I like her, well, but. Uh, I, my wife hated her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, and I'm like babe that's the like the voice of pride that's the she's like she's so annoying she needs to get out of here someone's
0: gotta have her having an orgasm
2: like and her in bed what, my brother walked in he was like is that a woman talking I'm like yeah
0: imagine fucking her and then having her yell your name like no, no. that no. would be amazing no. dodgeball no get out of here <laughs> no no does your brother live with you
2: yeah really yeah, yeah. what does he do uh, he is a muscle head <laughs> he's like all ripped up and Jack, but uh, no, he's a uh, fitness trainer. He does uh, you know, fitness shows and stuff like that. Um, right now he just got a new job, um, doing, doing sales with fitness type stuff. Is he banging tons of chicks? No, he, his girlfriend lives with us too. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I Who else my- lives with you? Just them. Can, you know,
0: I, can, I, can I move in or yeah, not?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, I'm, I, where what I do is I help people. Yes. I help a lot of people. Not saying that my brother's like in in need, but he actually just moved from Florida. I actually, when I was at Penn State, I moved him out to Penn State. He was getting a little trouble back home in VA because it ain't good for nobody. Unless really you're doing something. So yeah, I moved him to Penn State, and then I moved down to Florida. Att. He came down there, and you know, and then he moved out here. So
0: nice. You know,
2: it's good when you stay together.
0: Well, you know what could help him out? Some Camara coffee. Yeah, uh, it become everyone's
2: alleged. been asking me about that. at the house like yo what is this
0: I'm out of it I gotta order more I gotta order more Camera coffee more. it is uh, it, it, it's delicious it's got nootropics become the legend k-m-e-r-a-k-o-f-f-e-e dot com make sure you drink Camara coffee and use the, cro- the code MMA roasted also we gotta thank American Icon autographs a-i-a-s-e dot all those cool giveaways I give um, out that's from them okay they have the best signings best autographs best stuff and tip a fighter we talk about tip fighter all the time the next guy we're talking to would probably make a million dollars on tip <laughs> People fighter because all of his fights are insane uh diego sanchez we are going to call right now is the people's champion this right. dude goes in there and every fight is a war hello hey this is diego sanchez what's up is this is adam yes how's it going brother
1: Doing
4: good,
0: bro. You're on the Ma Roasted Podcast. It's me and Bubba Jenkins. Nice. Have you you met Diego?
2: No, I've never met Diego. I've been a big fan, obviously, for for all his his antics and his knockouts and his skills, but I've never met him.
0: One of the funniest stories. So I go to Toledo, right? I'm doing a show in Toledo. I take three flights. I get off. The, I actually tore my ACL the, the, the night before mm-hmm. uh, in, in jujitsu class. I get off the plane. I'm waiting for my bag. There's like four people in this airport, and one of them is Diego Sanchez. <laughs> nice. uh, and that was one of the weirdest, strangest oh. things. Remember that?
4: Random, yeah, random. And you're like, hey. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, burrito? Wow.
0: Now, now uh-huh. you, that was crazy. Now yeah. you were, now you were there with, um, you were there with Vitor Belfort. You guys go on tour, at speaking at churches, right?
4: Yeah, we were actually um, out there speaking at a really big church called Cedar Creek, and um, you know it was a great experience, and you know gotta love those Ohio, Ohioans. Ohioans. <laughs> they're they're good people.
0: Now, what do you do when you go to these churches? Bob? like, what do, what do you talk about?
4: Um just life, you know, just about our testimony and, you know, really, you know, it comes down to this. this that that particular time was a series based on, on Fearless. It was the first time me and v- Vitor had ever worked together, but, you know, it, yeah, it just depends, man. It just depends on the situation. It just depends on the church, the location, the place. But, um, you know, of course, you know, it's uh, we're speaking about our faith and our belief in uh, Jesus Christ. And so that's really what it comes down to.
0: Now you've had some life, man. You're, you're, you've had a life that could be on like like eight movie of the weeks. Uh, <laughs> your, your life has been so exciting. You're, you're honestly probably man my favorite fighter because uh, you always bring it. You're a guy. You are always in a war. Um, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your recovery? What's going on?
4: Yeah, um, you know what? Everything's good. I'm, I've recovered from all my injuries, thank God. I'm healed up. I'm a hundred percent. And um, I just, you know, as I was, as I was, as I was recovering, I had a broken collarbone, I had a torn ACL in my my right knee, and so as I was recovering, um, you know, I just, I really said, you know, how can I get better? How can I get better? And and um, it was obvious to me that the one thing that I could get be- could get better in was my diet and my nutrition, something that I always kind of had a little bit of struggle. I had my ups and my downs throughout my career where I did good and, you know, times where I did not so good. And and so, you know, I said, well, you know, I'm, I have this time off. I can really put the time in and educate myself and just, you know, put the work in, you know, put my head in the books and learn what I can learn and, and. I um, I really got good at it, you know. I had I had in the previous I, in the previous times that I had worked with Mike Dolce. He gave me a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. But um, this time around, I just basically was doing it myself and and um, using my past experiences to to build on on the new information that I was learning and and uh, dude, I, I I started getting really shredded. I started getting really lean, and I wasn't really working out, so. Um, I said, you know, hey, I think I, I think I could do this. I think I could, I could make one forty-five. I was like, I, it wasn't like I'm going to kill myself. I was, it was just like a realistic, realistic goal. Like especially seeing um, Conor McGregor, who was a big guy in my opinion. I, 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 if I stand next to the guy, I think he's probably about my size. My height, um, you know, he's pretty muscular, and I was like, well, you know, this guy's about my size. Um, you know, he's just lean, very lean. Um, why can't I do this? Why can't I make the cut to 145? And so, um, I just um, kept working on my diet, and my nutrition. I dialed it in, and and um, and I, you know, found some new supplements that that worked good and and helped out with the process. And I was. I was able to do it and so now I'm still in the process of doing it obviously it's 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 a journey it's a journey just getting down to 145 is going to be a journey I'm, I'm still in, I'm still 165 167 you know depending on 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 the day of the week and um you know I'm still going to have a good you know 20 25 pounds to cut now at the two month mark but being said you know I I've, I've done a lot of weight cuts and and I have a lot of experience with it, and and um, I'm not trying to take it all off too fast, and um, I feel like I'm, I'm right on track for um, an awesome 145 debut. When was the last time you weighed 145? Dude, <laughs> the last time I was 145 would have to be my freshman year in high school. Wow. So, yeah. I
0: mean, are, I mean, no. Enough. Enough. <laughs> I mean, you you fought at one seventy. Are you a little nervous that like you may get a little bit too you know weak at one forty five?
4: No, you, you know um, that's something that I've I've took into consideration. Um, it's like okay, um, I may lose a little bit of muscle, but I'm testing myself with my strength and conditioning coaches. I'm testing myself with it with my my training and i i could tell where i'm at and and how i'm doing with maintaining my strength while still i might lose a little bit of muscle i'm not afraid of that i'm not i'm not afraid of that like even just today like after my workout like we were talking i was was talking to one of the doctors that actually comes and works at the gym he's saying he's telling me oh you need to get it after 30 minutes after your workout or you're gonna get catabolic and i'm like well, look, dude. I, I know, I know, I know about the whole ball talk, but dude, just trust me. I, I, got this. I'm good. Like, even if I, I lose, a, lose a pound of muscle, I'll be all right. You know, I'm dropping down to 145. He's like, oh, well, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not concerned about it. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. And even if I do lose some strength, I'm still gonna be a lot stronger than the guys at 145.
0: Yeah, you're, and, I mean, you're uh, fighting. You're fighting Ricardo Lamas, uh, November 21st in Mexico. Uh, yeah. Now, have you been watching tape on this guy?
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. Ricardo's tough man. Ricardo, he you know the crazy thing about this fight is uh, me and Ricardo, we are both uh, the same age. Um, he's um, we came we come from a pretty similar background. We're both wrestlers. So- Learned how to grapple and learned how to strike, and and uh, we just you know both both Latinos, um, we we have a lot of similarities, and um, we've met each other over the course of the years, um, doing press tours and and going down to Mexico, and so we we, we developed a, a relationship, you know that was a healthy healthy, I wouldn't say a friendship friendship, but more of like you know me and him were cool, you know we're, 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 we're you know, I, I, if if he was fighting, I'd be cheering for him. So yeah, we are we are friends, and when we see each other, we shake hands, we're cool, we 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 like each other. Right. You know, when it comes down to it, we like each other, and so it makes for an interesting fight. But the way the way it went down, I was looking for a fight at 145. Come around um, um, April. April, May, June, I I was like, I was like, man, I need to get a fight. I need to get a fight. I got cleared for my collarbone. I was like, I want to get in there. I'm hungry. And, um, and I was talking with my managers, talking with my trainers, talking with everybody, trying to figure out who would be the right fit. We threw Clay Guida's name in there a little bit. You know, he's a top 10. Um, I fought him before in an epic fight. thought it might be a good fight again to, to do at 145 for the fans. Um then, um, I, I also like, uh, Kawagiri coming off of the Den, Dennis Seaver victory. I like him, you know, just being a shorter wrestler. I wanted to, you know, I want to use my reach. I want to use my, I, I want to, my whole striking style has completely changed now that I'm fighting at 145. Yeah, the guys are, the guys are faster. They're faster on their feet. They move a lot. And, um, yeah, that's something I've had to take into consideration, but, at the same time, my power levels have gone up. The punches are a lot softer. And uh, on top of that, my kicks, my punches, my knees are all longer. Everything is longer. i got about two or three more inches than I'm used to to work with. And um, I'm just excited. I'm excited for this. So, you know, me and Lamas, we just basically were like talking talking to each other on the phone. And they're like, well, I told him, I was like, man, if you don't got to fight for Mexico, you know, <laughs> um, I'll step in there and I'll fight you. You know, and he's like, "Well, you know."
2: We just talked about it, and he liked the fight. I liked to fight, and uh, we put it together. That's going to be an awesome fight. Very <laughs> excited
0: to see that. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I'd, I'd watch Diego fight a cold. Honestly, like you, <laughs> you, you freaking yeah. You, I mean, so many of your fights are just that. That, that first Clay to fight was the most insane fight when you guys were just even just the beginning. When, when you guys, what, what exactly were you yelling at each other, you and Clay, back in the day?
4: Oh, I was telling him, let's get it. I was just, let's get it. Let's get it. I was in his face. I, 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 and you know what, man? Like I, like a week before, I broke up with my girlfriend. I was dating this girl, Ali, and I had broke up with her. And um, so I had that dad, that like... I had like inner rage that I wanted to take out, and and then Craig, wait a see, he, he made a comment. It wasn't that bad of a comment, but I, I really get a, a lot worse than I should have. my style was robotic, so that my punches were telegraphed. And I was like, Oh, you want to talk shit about my striking, do you? You want to talk shit about my striking? Come on, bro. You're more wrestler than me. I got more striking than you. I was like, you want to talk shit about my striking, all right, it's on. I'm on the telegraph. I'm gonna telegraph some uppercuts to your face. <laughs> and so yeah, that's what went down and um, you know, I I got a lot of respect for Clay too. He's he's a he's a great dude. I love that guy too. He's a awesome guy. Um, you know, he's not a part of my gym anymore. He left uh, I think he's at came out for now. Yeah. But um, um you know, yeah, at one forty five, you know, it's we're all, we all got families to feed, we all got, we, we all got our careers, and so we're, we're, all, we're in the fighting business. Now, you know, you're, now,
0: now, now your, your, your last fight against Russ Pearson, it was a controversial win. A lot of people thought you lost a fight, and people were taking this shit out on you. Now, I, I never understood why fans get mad at the fighter for the judge's decision. It wasn't like, you, you gave it your best, you, know, you, you, you did what you had, but is it, was that hard on you as far as like Twitter and social media and people saying stuff?
4: Um, you know what it's 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 a little hard it's 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 interesting you know it's an interesting um place to be as a fighter and as a warrior you know and um in the end of the day you know i'm like i went in there i thought my i fought my heart out i fought the best i could and and left it all on the cage you know and i was i was putting the pressure looking for knockouts looking for big shots uh, Ross played more of, more of a strategic fight, you know, and, and um, you know, it's one of those fights, you know. It's, you leave it in the judge's hands and that's, that's what could happen. And, and it's still, to this day, you know, um, it's one of those fights. I've watched it. I've watched it over and over, muted uh, with no commentary, and I still, you know, I, I still feel that I want to fight. I think it was very close and it could have gone either way, but, you know, me being biased to myself and my style... And, and if i was a judge i would have gave it to myself too just like the judges did and for for me to get hurt about a lot of fans saying that it that they think that 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 the other guy won those fans aren't there in the front row and i i, I, I gotta say because like people don't understand there's a lot of shots that that you you see on TV and it looks like someone's putting output but really they're just hitting the gloves or or they're hitting the forearms, you know, or they're trying to stay active and and score points but really they ain't doing no damage.
1: Right. And
4: and that I feel like that fight and the and the Takanari Gomi fight too was a situation where I was putting that into that place and People were like, "Well, we we think you lost the fight." Well, I'm like, "Dude, you weren't there. You weren't in the fight. You
0: weren't right there." (laughs) (laughs) And what's the point of tagging the the fighter? Like, what what what, what do they want from you?
4: And and people don't realize that that their subconscious mind can be really be manipulated by the commentary. Like, the commentary could totally sway a person. You know, that's why when, when when I'm put in a situation like that after the fight, I go home. I watch the fight. I watch it in slow mo. I watch it muted. I watch it with. I watch it every way I can watch it. I, you know, and if I think I, I lost the fight, if I think I lost the fight, obviously if I got my ass kicked, I'd be like, yeah, no, good job. No, you know, you won the fight. You kicked my ass. But when it's a situation where it's a close fight and I don't, you know, I don't feel like there was much damage done. No, I'm not gonna be like. Oh, Plus, you're, I you're just mad. look
0: at. I just look yeah. at the guys you fought. I mean, the guys you. I'm looking at your your thing right now between Kenny Florian, Nick Diaz, Carl Parisian, Joe Riggs, Josh Koscheck, John Fitch, Joe Stevenson, Clay Guida, BJ Penn. Martin Cantman, Paulo Tiago, Jake Ellenberger, Takanari Gomi, Gilbert Melendez, Miles Dury, has anybody fought a more fucking dangerous... <laughs> I don't know Guys anybody. from so many different weight classes too. <laughs> I, I mean, to think about like all the guys you fought and to fucking go well the last fight I didn't think you won I go what about the, the fact that this motherfucker has been fighting <laughs> since 2002 I mean we're, th- we're, th- we're in 2015 13 years this guy goes out there and I don't oh, think murder's role though I've ever been in a boring fight man so I want to thank you Diego for so, all, oh, but, and for and all the, the shit
2: that you've done
4: it, Adam it's like you know what man people could criticize and say oh you know this that you know good fight bad fight um, but you know, or, or or even go out and say, oh, you wouldn't last. You know, I get this is what I get from um, a lot of Irish fans—they tell me that I, I wouldn't last a minute with Conor McGregor, and I'm like, I'm like I wouldn't last a minute, really? You know, or, or or and and we'll say, okay, I wouldn't last a round. They like to tell me some of them are, are a little more hardcore. They say I would not last a minute. Some of them I'm like tell me I wouldn't last last a round. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. You know, um, look at this guy. Yeah, he's looked real great. Look who he's fought. Yeah, he fought. I'll, I'll give it to him. He beat Chad Mendez when Chad Mendes was drinking beer and hunting for his training camp. Yeah, that was a little off But But, um, you know, you throw 500K at anybody in UFC, that's like, okay, that's a, a retirement oh, yeah. fund for him.
2: I'll fight I'm Cain like, Velasquez yeah. tomorrow for $500,000. <laughs>
4: Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, he's got some, he has some good wins, and I'll give it to him. You know, the Dustin Poirier fight was a nice fight, and and um, he has some, he has some okay wins, but but I'm like, dude, look, yeah, you, know, you you throw him in there with freaking even Miles Jerry, dude, you throw him in there with a Gilbert Melendez, you throw him in there with a Jake Ellenberger, you throw him in there with a any any of these guys, and these guy's not going to look like a freaking superhuman. Trust me. Let me tell you that.
0: So, how do you think you do against Conor McGregor?
4: How do I think I do with Conor McGregor? I think it's a good fight. I think he's tough. I think that there's a lot of dynamics that will go into play, and um, it, you know, it depends. One fifty-five, one forty-five. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of situations, but. I definitely feel like I would add a different dynamic that he would never be used to. Someone who could take his shot, someone that's going to come forward on him, someone that's going to pressure, someone that doesn't tire out, someone that's, that's big and strong as a wrestler at this weight, someone who could definitely out-grapple him. Yeah, so, would you rather you know, Would you rather see it at 45 or
2: 55? Wait. Huh? I said, would you rather see it at 45 or 55?
4: I would rather see it at forty five. Um yeah. to be honest, I do not even want to fight at fifty five anymore for now. You know, there's good like there's good fights at fifty five. Like I still really like the Joe Lozon fight. I still really like the Nate Diaz fight. There's some good fights at fifty five, but we'll see. We'll see how things change now that the the ban that like now that um the that we got all these, these drug laws and just Things are changing, you know, and a lot of guys are getting off the juice. So, you know, maybe one fifty five might be in my future again. Now that now that the sport is going to be cleaned up, but for but for now, some, I'm fifty are big, man.
1: Hell yeah, they're just
4: big dudes. Like, I mean, one ninety five cutting down, and like I'm like really, I'm like tall. You even my training partner, Cowboy. He's a big dude, man. He's tall. He's like two long strong you know it's like these
1: guys
0: are tall so and so, they're cow- long and so cowboy dos años cowboy wins right
4: I got cowboy all day I got cowboy all day but it, it's a good fight it's it, it's a good fight I think Cowboy definitely learned from that last fight I don't think he really anticipated dos años to be so quick with his kicks and, you know, to be, I think he went into that fight thinking I'm the dominant Muay Thai fighter. You know, I kind of got, I got part of the fight. I got down, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, and Cowboys, you know, Cowboys been up and down too in his career. You know, same like me, you know, we, we when you fight for so long, you do this. You have a lot of passion for it but still you're gonna have your ups, your downs, your good camps, your bad camps, your you know, your phases of life, your cycles of life to where you're just going through shit in your life. You're dealing with you're dealing with stuff in your life that is bigger than a training camp, that is bigger than than being a fighter. And see that's something that people don't understand when you've been fighting so long the way I do the way I have, the way Cowboy has. You know a lot of us guys who have been fighting for for longer than than some of the others.
0: So Michael Johnson versus Nate Diaz, who wins?
4: Oh, uh, man, that's a tough one. Um, shit, <laughs> who wins that one? Um, I gotta go with I gotta go with Nate, man. I gotta go with Nate. It's a tough fight, but I I like I, I'm a Diaz fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull for Nate. I'll for, I'm gonna pull for well, Diaz in that one. But
0: then you 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 and um, Michael had some beef, right? At the uh, when you guys trained together.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think Johnson is is gonna want to play with with uh, with Diaz's uh, submission game.
1: Right. And I don't
4: think it'll be options, and so I don't think he's gonna really rely on, on on so much taking him down. Maybe at the end of the round he'll go for a takedown. Uh, try to take him down, try to score some points, but I think you know I I, I like I like Diaz I, I I like Diaz in the fight. Uh, let's see if, if you know Anthony. You know I mean Michael Michael got what he got in his in his favor is he he knows the blueprint to beat Diaz. Um Dos Anjos did it, you know, with the leg kicks, and um, John a to southpaw too, so he can. He can go that go that route with the leg kick, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how uh, Diaz has evolved, because that's the thing. People are like, "Oh, you know, this Diaz versus that d Like, we we keep evolving every training camp. Like, I'm not the same Diego that fought Takanari gummy. I'm not the same Diego that fought Ross Pearson. Like, I I change. I get better from every experience. as do. The other fighters, you know, so so we'll see. I, I'm 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 gonna pull for I'm gonna pull for Nate in this one because I'm a Diaz fan because they fight, they come forward, they don't bullshit, and I love that. That's that's a lot of what what my style has too. And in my last fight, I was 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 playing with trying to evolve as a kicker. And, um, you know, trying to, be, you know, evolve in, in um, a counterfighter because we're going to try to evolve and we're going to work on stuff. We're going to learn new stuff. And um, that's why it comes down to being so important to having the right coaching staff. And you see guys like Demetrius Johnson, him and Matt, like, they're so tight and he trusts his coach and, you know, it's... it's... And then you get guys who, who switch coaches every, every fight camp. They learn a lot of different stuff from different guys. But you know, at the same time, there's positive and there's negative in 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 those situations. But um, I, I after my long rant, yeah, I rant. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> it, I, I go I go with Diaz on that. Right
0: now, uh, back in a day. Di- By the way, you're also very um outspoken about Nick Diaz's marijuana thing, which is very nice of you, and I think it's cool that you're supporting Nick uh, with all that.
4: You know, this is the thing. You know, this is the thing. What it comes down to is like. I would like to talk about this a little because, you know, I'm somebody who, you know, I've been down the course of, like, where, like, I loved to smoke weed so much and and I, so much to a point where it was not good for me. And, uh, you know, now I don't smoke because I don't like the, the adverse effects of, you know, just... Smoke and I don't like the adverse effects of the way it affects my short-term memory and it's something that I, that just it's not for me, you know. Um, for somebody else, you know, maybe it's medicine, you know. Like I'm not a doctor, but I know that they're prescribing it, so obviously it helps it helps people. And so you know, and, and marijuana is one of those things that where it, it affects people differently, you know. And there's different strains, and it just it's a very complicated subject. But Nick Diaz you know there's two sides to it man he kind of you know he it, it's his uh what is third or fourth offense i think
1: third i think was, yeah
4: you know, third time yeah yeah his third time and then the the the, the levels and just like was he what, what like what was he doing like was he did he have a vape pen and he was getting high before the fight there's a lot of like things that we don't you don't know you know and so I don't know man like, I, I'm, I'm not the I'm not the one but I think five years is just way too long like don't take
0: yeah no five years dude, is, is fucking want, ridiculous if you
4: want to punish him if you want to punish him you know you know if give them give them punishment, you know. Like, first, first of all, weed's legal, like, legal in California. It's, it's legal. legal.
0: If, if you're gonna punish people, punish people for drinking alcohol. The punish people for drink, for you know smoking a cigarette. I mean, I mean, if it's, a, if it's if it's legal in California, or it's legal, you have a license, then it's ridiculous. Now, back in the day, Diego, back in the day, you were uh, you took a lot of ecstasy. You partied a lot. You had lots of threesomes with, with girls. You 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 banged all these girls in New Mexico. Do you miss any of that? Hell
4: no, <laughs> and I didn't do any of that. No, that's
0: what I. That's what that's what I heard. I heard that you used to go around New Mexico just banging the hottest chicks at parties.
4: Is this isn't true? No, 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 it wasn't like that. I um, um, no, I just you know I had had good taste and you know like had had a relationship oh. like any other alpha male does.
1: Oh okay. Um,
4: and about it. But as far as doing drugs and stuff yeah you know i i i, I party like when i go to vegas you know I, uh, you know i never really was like a crazy crazy partier after i after i lost the fight to be japan i had a ton of money my heart was broken and i fell down the wrong path where like all i wanted to do was just smoke my my brains till they weren't, you know, till they weren't even working, you know, with medical marijuana and just being an idiot, drinking, bottles of Dom Perignon and, and, and partying like a rock star trying to cover up inner feelings of just, you know, damn, you got your ass kicked, you got your ass handed to you, like, that never happened to me before in my whole life. I've never really, like, had lost a fight where I got worked and Got beat so bad, so yeah, I was I, I went down I went down the wrong path. I went down the wrong road, and that could happen to any fighter, and um, it, it happened to me. And I had to lose it, and I had to lose it all to to realize what it is I was being. I mean, I, I lost all the money. I, lost, I had to work my way back up, and um, now as an older man, you know, I'm 33. I got a family. I got an amazing wife, and you know, and it's. It's a completely opposite lifestyle that I used to live, but I would never go back to 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 the lifestyle that I used to live. And there, there and I'm like, I won't lie. Like will be days, like where like Friday night rolls around and I'm like, I'm like, man. Like it's Friday night, like people are getting live right now, like you know. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, gonna, you know what I would
2: be doing be in like, college at this time?
4: Like, Pop <laughs> and, and, and go out to the club and listen to some music and like just get wild. And then I'm just like, no, oh, man. I'm like I'm like, I'm like, I'm going home to my house. Yeah, you know I got a night. i on the hill. Well, you have I'm kids, gonna right? Go home. I'm going to rest in my bed. I'm going to get better. I'm gonna i'm i might even not wake up in the morning do some yard work like yeah start growing up well i mean you don't know, you have kids right right I, I do and um last night i stayed up playing with my little girl she's two years old ah that's and awesome i, I played with her till she fell asleep on my lap
1: oh look um, at you
4: it's, it's the be- it's about be- it's the best feeling ever and um i never will go back to i got a lifestyle that uh well, used to, well, that's used to good, learn.
0: that's good, because I like this lifestyle, I, I like this Diego a lot better. Now, I gotta ask you, finally, I, I, heard, I used to work at the MMA Awards, I still do, I had heard that in the first year, you won an award, and they hand you a fake trophy, and you were so drunk, you were like, I'm not giving back this trophy, and everyone surrounded you, and they're like, you have to give it back, and you're like, I will knock out anybody who tries to take this trophy, and they let you keep it. Is that true?
4: I, I it might be true. I I don't remember. I, I honestly, I, I I I do remember getting the trophy and just keeping it. So it probably is true. It, it, it probably is true. But um, it, it's a great story. The MMA Awards. like You know, I had a drink. for three months, and I you know I was really lean, and and it was twelve days after my fight with BJ, and so yeah, you know my mind my mind was where it was at, and. And, um, so, you know, you know, you always have a little bit of a couple shots just to loosen you up, you know, Yeah. You know, especially when you're in Vegas, so, you know, I had a couple shots um, while I was in my, my, my room, the mini bar, you know, a couple shots of tequila, you know, okay, just loosen up, you know? And then when I got to, got to my trainer's room, he's like, here, you need to follow the guy. He's like, you like, you need to take a shot at me. He's like, you need to relax a little, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be up there. You need to relax. So I took a shot with him. Then I, I get to the MMA war show, and I was like, well, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I walk, we're, we're about to walk in. I was like, okay, let's have a beer. Then I sat down, and they just kept bringing champagne after champagne after champagne. i like, I mean, I'm on low tolerance. I have not ate anything. And, like, I'm drinking the champagne. I'm like, okay, this is good. And I'm like, I, it's even to the extent where I need to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, damn, what if they call me up and... and and uh, what if they call the ward, you know, and I need to get, I need to go up there and I'm in the bathroom. I better just wait. So I'm staying sitting down and planted. So and finally they call me up. I don't know how many champagne glasses I drank, but <laughs> they finally
2: call it up up. later up. So for shots later.
4: I mean, I got up and when I started up, it hit me like. They <laughs> hit me like a truck. No, your, sp- I mean, like, your speech was, was epic. Like, your, your speech was Whoa. so funny.
0: Your speech was and like...
4: I've I, I enrolled with it. I've I enrolled with the punches and I went up there, did my speech. You can still watch it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's still online. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but, um, I know, but I never heard that story of of, of of a fake trophy, but I do remember I took that trophy home. <laughs> now, by the way, before we go, I must, before we go. It must be a real it must be a story, but this is the first time that I've ever heard of it, so I'm excited to hear the story.
0: Now before we go, Bubba Jenkins is in charge of this thing called Tip a Fighter where the fans oh, nice.
4: the that's, fans tip oh, you. Oh you got Bubba Jenkins off the line. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been I here like talking to
0: you half the time. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's the guy who's talking to you. <laughs> that's Bubba.
4: Right. I like I like I like this guy, Bubba Jenkins. Man, he's a badass wrestler. Excited to see what he's gonna do in, in mixed martial arts and beat up a guy that was um that I knew. He was an acquaintance acquaintance an Albuquerque acquaintance and they beat him up real bad (laughs) (laughs) who 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 yeah I feel I feel bad for the guy afterwards I was like damn wait which guy Uh, Mike but
2: Oh yeah, that was bad. (laughs) Yeah, who's that? I heard TMZ gave him twenty grand for that picture he took. He took a picture of me uh, of his face after we got done. It was all kinds of put. It looked like taco meat. It was in Bellator. (laughs) Yeah, it was in Bellator. My it was my debut for Bellator. Nice. Yeah, it was a good fight for me. It was
4: was bad. It was bad. His face. (laughs) His face was beat up. I was like, oh man, thank God. Like someone who looks worse than the BJ's 5
1: <laughs> you know, like, I was like, oh shit. No, man, I'm a big fan, bro. I appreciate your support.
0: So so Bubba, tell, um, tell yeah. Diego
4: about to stay. Yeah, man, that Tip of fighter thing, um, I want to check it out. I wanna yeah, man, I'm going to hit you up. You guys
2: out. Yeah, I'm going to hit you up probably <laughs> after the podcast, and we'll talk, you know, um, off the record, <laughs> so we can talk about some stuff I want to, you know, hit you about, because you know, you have a, a good story, you know, your whole background and, you know, where you are today and, and, and you know, being a believer like myself, you know, it's, I mean, it's amazing that, you know, that you've come to this point in your life, and, you know, I definitely love to talk to you off the record, but um, yeah, man, Tip of fighter is something that it would be easy money for. You because everybody loves Diego Sanchez. They, these are the type of people who are beating people up to get to a TV where they can watch Diego fight. So yeah, Let's man, it'd be it, great man. for. Them. Let's
1: do it,
4: and I'm down to to um, throw some some type of charity tip on on it. You yeah. know, like uh, always. Uh, you know, if, if if it's like that, you know, uh, if if people are tipping me, I'm, I wanna I wanna give back through through. Through whatever I can It's do. an excellent way yeah. to do that, too, yeah. you
2: know, for sure. It'd be very smart. Yeah. A lot of people are, um, you know, considering it for charity as well, you know, because if you're getting good money with the tips, you know, you you'd obviously want to help people out. You know, these are people that are helping you out. So, you know, having it go to a charity and stuff like that is is another way that you can advance it. It's not just for the fighters. It's, I mean, it's to help <laughs> the fighters in general. But if it's helping other people, that's, you know, main goal as well. All right, bubble
4: one, uh, man. It's, it's good to talk to you finally. You know, and, um, and Adam, you know, you're my boy.
0: You're my boy too, and, man. The, thanks for being yeah, so inspiring. I you
4: have your back um, everything going good on the on the movie. What's up
0: with the movie? The movie's going good. I got a new TV show. Uh, I'm actually it's going to be on two different networks, uh, two major networks. They're following me around, and actually Bubba and you, if you want to come to LA, I can get you on the TV show, and uh, so that's going really good. And then that's going to help the movie and everything else. So I actually I just I already booked eight episodes of a show, airing on two networks. Right. So yeah, everything's good. All right.
4: Uh, bro. Hey, well, you know, you know, I have you guys back, and um, shit, man. Maybe one day we will get to train, Bubba. That'd yeah, absolutely, man. You that'd know? be
2: good, real good. You're, you're you're
4: 55,
2: right? No, I'm at 45. I'm Bellator right now, at 45.
4: <laughs> right on, man. Well, well, man, maybe one day we can set that up. What, where are you at? In um, Are you out in LA too?
2: Yep, I'm. Um, I in actually in Long Beach, LA, Long Beach. Same, same shit, different toilet. Uh, I'm out there with Antonio uh-huh. McKee.
4: Right I'm awesome man. Well, um, maybe maybe I can go take a visit out there sometime. I Absolutely, would get some work. You know, um, love to do it. Wrestler. Yeah, love to do um, it. Let's yeah. do it. Cool, that will be fun too. Well, thanks hey, a lot. Man, man, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on the show hey. and um, tune in November twenty first. You know, I'm gonna go down with Ricardo Lamas. It's gonna be a great fight, and um, you know. What can i can gonna say, man, I'm excited for 145, and I would love to to be able to eventually get a fight with Conor McGregor. I, don't, you know, I, just, I don't like the guy. He's he's cocky, he's arrogant, and um, he stands for, you know, just, I, I just don't like the way he. Anybody that will say f f everybody else, you know, on on the stage and they're all champions is just like I don't like the guy. I never have, and um, hopefully, maybe one day I can get in there. and throw down I would Ooh, love I to do. see it.
0: I would love to see you beat him up that'd be one of my favorite things in the world to see so <laughs> <laughs> cool well thanks hey well
4: you guys have a good day you thanks too thank you for having me again and um, God bless
0: you take care Diego. Right, man peace
2: that was Diego Sanchez the legend He's tough. <laughs> tough, tough, tough. Well, I love the interview. You know, there's times where I want to in, uh, interrupt and say things, but then the other times I'm just like, I just want to listen to the dude. You know, he's he's been through so much, seen so much, and he's been so successful. Um, that thing that he was talking about uh, of life, you know, outside the cage. There's so many fights that people are, are like. What's wrong with that guy? Why does he look different? Why is he not fighting different? And so many people forget that you know, not only do we fight, but we actually we actually live lives as well. You know, there's times that we're outside of the cage and we're fighting other b- is that battles, a with you? more serious. Um, not n- uh, my my career has been short, but in, in in my wrestling career, you know, going through college and going through, there's times where I'm definitely fighting other demons and the people that are on the mat and across from me. You know, there's. I remember times one where of the you,
0: worst sets I've ever had was uh. Me and my girlfriend, i was, I had been in comedy for about two years at this point. And uh, me and my girlfriend broke up All right. for like a couple of weeks. We would have these breaks, you know. And then I, I ended up sleeping with this girl who was a stripper, like in New York City, I met her off like, I met her, I was giving out flyers in the street, she came to my show, that was like my go-to. I, get, oh. I worked in Times Square, right. so all the tourists would come, all these hot chicks, and I was like 22, 23, hey, come to my comedy show. They'd right. come, I'd kill, I'd have a good set, and then I'd give myself the best spot on the show, and then afterwards, right. it was after hours, after my place. I, right. I had this great, Like, my cousin owned, like, this apartment, so he, like, let me live there for, like, a year free. So I had this beautiful, (laughs) beautiful, like, apartment in New York City. I took home this girl. Uh, She was a stripper from Missouri. And then I ended up – I got back with my girlfriend, and then I got a phone call saying, I'm pregnant from this girl. So I got her pregnant, and she's like, and you're the father. And -hmm. then I had to do comedy that night. (laughs) Right. So
1: (laughs) –
0: so I had just, that's like, not funny. No. <laughs> so I had just, I, I have, I did like three jokes and then I just broke down I'm like, listen, I got a girl pregnant. My girlfriend wants to kill me. This, and that uh, like that. No one laughed. Everybody like, was just like looking at me like this. Uh, this guy's part got act.
2: real issues. I got,
0: <laughs> I got banned from the comedy club that night. Like it was
2: just, all, it was a spiral. Oh, so that's why you don't go back to New York.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. The girl had an abortion, uh, which I, I, I had paid for, I paid half. Uh, but, uh, I don't even think it, I did like the math. I don't even think I, it was even my kid. I think I paid for someone else's abortion because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like that was not my, it, it didn't make any sense that the math didn't,
2: didn't add up, but I, I didn't want to chance it, you know, so. Uh, dodgeball. That was <laughs> <laughs> uh, the topic of abortions will be dodgeball by Bubba today. I will not touch that. Nice.
0: Yeah. So That was one of the that. worst experiences.
2: Yeah. But. but no, I can understand that. You not being too funny when you hear news like that. <laughs>
0: on, on the other hand, like I had done, a, I was doing a college conference in APCA, where all the colleges come and you perform, and then they they either buy you or don't. So you could either make like fifty grand if you book fifty colleges or whatever, a thousand a college or something like that, right. or you could book nothing if you bomb. Right. So uh, so I go. I'm doing this APCA in Pennsylvania, and I find out like ten minutes before I was on last Comic Standing. I made it to the semifinals. But then they do a thing where if you they pick like 50 people and say, you're going to Hollywood. And they, you cry backstage. You call your parents. And then they go, oh, by the way, just because you made it doesn't mean you actually made it. We could we still rem- remove you from the show for no reason. So they, they cast it. They go, okay, well, here's our blonde guy. Here's this, that. And then managers have something to do with it and producers. And so. so I had I got a phone call. Sounds saying,
2: like a bunch of
0: bullshit. It is. And it <laughs> happened to me. They called me up. The day that they go, you're off the show. This happened to me like twice. This happened yeah. to me two years in a row. So then, then the last time I did it, I was on Last Comic. The same thing happened. I made it to the finals and then they, called, then they called me and said, I'm off. And then they called me and said, the semifinals. And
2: they called I'm pulling me. Diego Sanchez. No, I'm not off. <laughs> you guys put me off last time. I'm going home with this Hollywood thing. Well, what I did was
0: I go, all right. Then they called me and said, you're back on the show, right? So fly- you're flying to Vegas tomorrow. After they had told me that I'm off for two weeks. Right. And I was like drinking every night, depressed, you know? Right. I was not thinking about comedy. I was thinking about like suicide, you know? Like, it was just fucking- <laughs> so I fly to Vegas and I'm like, you know what? Obviously, me being myself is not working. I got to play a character. I'm just being myself. I'm being a nice guy. I try how hard I'm working. I'm being like the Rudy of comedy. They're not buying it. So I get You kind
2: of remind me of Rudy. Thank you.
0: (laughs) So I I get to Vegas, and I'm just like, I'm an asshole. I'm like, I'm the best comic here. I'm better than everybody. I'm taking down the whole show. Oh, that was a
2: bad move.
0: No, it was a good move. Yeah. Because my sets were good, and they're like, oh, this guy will be the villain. They put me right through. Right through, right. but but everyone hated me See? watching it. Entertaining. However, then I'm like, "Fuck! Now I'm going to be on. I don't want to be the most hated guy on NBC. Like this is." So then, when I got to the house, right, uh, it was like me, Eliza Schlesinger, all these people, Jeff Die. We're living in a house together. Every time they interviewed me, I was like, uh, "You know, I worked with kids who had cancer in New York. My mm. mother left when I was
2: three. Oh, you're the nice guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: No matter no matter what the question was. Correction: We gotta
2: cut this guy. Get this That's guy cool out of that. Here.
0: But I was already in the house. So Get this exactly guy out of here. Do. So they they stopped interviewing me. I like, they interviewed everybody but me. I got the least amount of screen time. They like I had. To, Every time I did like a challenge Gotta
2: play cards Every time right, I did man. the NBC
0: cha- One of these challenges Like these Like it was such a non-comedy contest Like we had to do challenges right yeah. what, There were three of them One was a Yo Mama contest In a boxing ring Judged by Jamie Kennedy The other, the other one was uh, We were in the Playboy Mansion We had to read children's stories To the girls next door And the other one We had to go to Home Depot And build props With Carrot Top. Like things that you would Never ever ever do in comedy Were the challenges To advance And even when I won The challenges They would would, they would edit it to make it to edit me like not doing well it was such bullshit however I did got them they, they were mad at me because I duped them I made oh, them think like I was gonna be the biggest asshole and in, at the end I was like, yeah. got like I, got the house. The, I got the least amount of screen time but everybody was afraid to pick me right. you know but whatever it was what it is I'm happy I did Screw. it I'm happy I was on it I've headlined since if you go through it
2: you grow from it is that what it is? that's it's that's life. Yeah, let me let me drop some knowledge on you, Adam, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is Bubba Dama speaking. If you go through it, you have grown from it. If you're not dead or dying. It's making you stronger. Every experience? Every experience. Every experience. Really? Yep.
0: So what, what if, like, you get anally raped by, like, right? three dudes? Right. right?
2: Like... <laughs> the next time one you're going to puck your ass a little <laughs> tighter right right two you're going to be a little bit more suspect of three different guys right <laughs> so you're going to you're going to see you're going to be like nope, nope, I seen this once when I was a rookie you got me last time so i mean you're just going to be better from it so, so you going to be better from it three you're going to be much better with swiveling your hips and, and not getting okay, held down right, you'll right, be, be- right, you'll right. you'll know what the first guys did to you so you'll be better at, it, at defending it. it you know okay give me another one <laughs> no, no. Because, because I was saying, I was
0: actually, I was talking to Steve Carl, and in in, uh, in Florida, right. and I was like, I was like, why do you do MMA? He's like, because I'm scared of it. He goes, it scares me, so that's why I do it. So I'm like, well, I'm I'm scared of getting raped. I'm not, I'm not in
2: prison. <laughs> like, just because you're scared of something, does that mean you have to do it? But that's me. That's part always, of a warrior, though. That's part of the courage. He's like, you know, it's it's like facing your fears. When you face your fears, you feel more of a man. So when he's like, man, it petrifies me, it petrifies me. And they're like, you want to fight? You're like, yeah. You get in the cage and the, and the ref goes, are you ready? And you're like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ready, but we're already too late. So you just kind of nod. You don't even say anything. You're not like, yeah, I'm ready. You're just like, mm-hmm yeah. <laughs>
0: You maybe so, yeah, I guess you're right he's
2: trying to face that fear you're right
0: you're right I, I, you know I, I actually like uh, people ask me like, would, would I ever fight I respect what you guys do so much that I wouldn't do it unless I really gave myself a legitimate shot of winning, mm-hmm. and that was you're just not take,
2: trying to get in there and get beat up. That That's would take, for sure. and that would
0: take my whole life. That would take like I, I, would, <laughs> I
2: would have to stop everything. you have to retire from life. I'd have to stop
0: <laughs> and doing pick comedy. up fighting. I would have to like focus like seven hours a day on this, eight hours a day, get my right. diet, and it's like unless I was being financially compensated, it, it would be kind of not really worth it to me. I mean, you know, just what I've got going on. Mm-hmm. Other people, I guess maybe the, the, the not doing shit anyway, yeah, like, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I, I respect it so much. I don't understand. Like, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, to me, it's like comedy, man. In some ways, like if I'm going to be a comic, I'm going to try to be the best comic I can be. Right, Right. I'm not just going to be, it's not going to be a hobby. Right. You know, it's just—it's too painful of a, of a career to be a hobby.
2: I'm in the sport right now. I'm obviously nowhere near the best fighter in the world. Um, but I'm in the sport to become the greatest fighter ever. You know, it's not. It's, some people are like, okay, I want to win championships and I want to do this and I want to feed my family. Yeah, of course. I want to win championships. I'm a, I'm a competitor. I want to feed my family. That's uno number one right there. But uno number one. Uno numero. You, you get what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> yes. Not only that, but. That's obviously at the top of my list, but when I pick up the gloves, when when Jordan pick up a basketball, he wasn't like, "Oh, I'm trying to win championships." He wanted to be the best basketball player ever. Same with LeBron. Same with anybody who ties up their cleats. They, they for for the top guys, they want to be known historically, to be a legend, and to to be historical, you got to make history. To be a legend. You have to do something legendary, so when I'm in the sport, I want to be the best ever. you know, not you know he looks you know he reminds me of this guy he reminds me of that guy when I'm said and done and I retire, I want them to be like Bubba James was the best fighter I ever seen from where he started to the champion that he made it look so easy. he was just knocking guys out left and right. he's the best fighter I' ever seen now if that happens, that's to to the public's. You know, opinion. You know, that's all upon them. But I'm, earn, I'm trying, I'm striving to be at where the highest seat only holds one. I want to be the the guy at the top of the now, podium. Which... How
0: how much are you training grappling right now?
2: Uh, I mean, I grapple in the sense of knowing defensives and, and and But with the years and and time that I'm putting in, it's going. I'm I'm going to get to my submissions. Right now, my focus is on defending submissions because I'm a wrestler. And so what value? Would you, like that. I mean, what do you no about? clue. No clue. No clue. I would beat the hell out of some white belts, though. <laughs> <Some> white belts? <laughs> no, but I don't know, because we don't, I, you know, at, at Antonio's gym, we don't do belts. And when I was at ATT, I would do the no-gi. And I would come in every now and then with my gi on and, and, and roll with them. But it wasn't too but advanced you mean, I mean, Have belt. you
0: thought about doing grappling tournaments at all?
2: I have thought about it. The last one I was going to do, I actually injured my knee right before it. So I was just like, nah, I'm going to sit out. But, but
0: how's, how's your – how's your uh, so, like, how many times are you like – you're training every day. You're right. And you're doing like
2: two a days, three a days? Two a days. Close to the fight, we do three a days, but so, yeah. so
0: you just like work strength and conditioning in the morning? Yeah. And then
2: with with some hit mitts or something hip like that. Hit mitts and then. No, it's like, like heavy captain. light. It's like heavy light. If you're gonna do some hard conditioning and stuff like that, you can so to, you to a do week. Like that. Um uh, today we we basically did some drills. We did a lot of different drills, and then we did Two minute rounds, ten of them. Boxing, you know. We're sparring, but we're boxing. We don't have legs, leg pads on. We, you know, we're just boxing. So that's Monday.
0: Other. Tuesday is what.
2: Tuesday might be sparring you know uh, We will push the sled or something like that or We'll go for a team run you know two mile Three miles and then we'll do some sparring You know so light light jog or something Like that and then you get in a little gritty sparring And then say Wednesday we'll come in We'll do grappling and then we'll do wrestling and stuff Like that you know after we stand up on Our feet we'll, we'll say stand up on your feet But we're wrestling so basically po- Punches and stuff are still there um, We got small gloves on so you're kind of pulling your Punches but you're looking for the best opportunity To get your wrestling on uh, and then we after half that practice, we'll go into, like, you know, some grappling. We'll Down on the mat, take the gloves off or keep the gloves on. It depends. And, you know, one guy gets the other guy's back. One We put each other in bad positions. Then Thursday, it's, you know, probably another day of sparring or something like that, sparring with, you know, pauses to learn the differences, sparring and drills. And, and then Friday, we kind of mix it all together. And
0: now how many people are on the team?
2: Right now, we probably got about 12 people. 12 people. Yeah.
0: You, Antonio McGee, yeah. uh, Manuel Newton.
2: Manuel Newton. Who? Uh, Brett Cooper. Brett Cooper. Uh, Chase Gormley, Lou Pauly Um,
0: a good wrestler.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, I love watching he, him and Chase Gormley. He God weighed in 30 pounds fun. over one time though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you heard about that, right? <laughs> no, I did. He weighed in one time tw- 30 pounds over. <laughs>
2: That's pretty funny. That, that's Lou, though. That, that sounds like something Lou would do. I, I mean, Lou's a good dude, and he, he trains very hard. But at that point, when, when Lou don't want to do something, he ain't doing
0: it. How do you not know you're 30 pounds over?
2: Oh, he knew. <laughs> that that trick was on them. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, oh, what do you mean I'm 30 over? It was like, y'all know I'm 30 over, right? It was one of those You know I didn't cut wait for this, right? <laughs> 30 pounds. Oh, but, shit.
0: I, for- I knew I forgot something. Something. Oh man, that's this week. <laughs> you know? Oh, but, the, the, are you sure the scales right? keep bringing another scale?
2: <laughs> but you know, when you're thirty over, there's not a there's not a point where you're not trying. You're actually like the reverse. You know what I mean? You're, like, you're just like you I'm not. With I don't care. You know, I, I'm not with this. Thirty pounds. And y'all, y'all paying me a show, right? <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, cool. he, I think it was like he came in thirty pounds over. I wrote a whole joke about it. I'm like, thirty. I couldn't believe it. He yeah. was thirty pounds over.
2: I, I didn't hear about it, but I'm definitely going to ask him about it tomorrow. <laughs> so, Luke Polly, who else? Um, let's see. We got a couple guys that you wouldn't know the names. You know, little, young dude named Josh. Uh, another guy we call him Cap because he's a, a he drives planes. Now, but... are
0: you the best on the team? Because that's not, that's not good. No. You're supposed no. to be like, right? Like number 7 out of 10. No, I'm days.
2: definitely not the best on the team. Uh Brett Humbles me. AJ's tough, man. AJ's a, a a little young scrapper. All he's got submissions for days, so that's what really helps me with my submission defense. He's fast and he's long on his feet, so you know, I'm kind of more explosive and jolty in a sense, you know, so he he, he was, he's really the opposite of what I what I do. do you miss what going he would be with, good, good at? Going
0: with the bangers though, like the, I mean the, the Lombards and the Lawler. No, because I'm
2: learning. I'm learning. I, you know, a lot of people are, you know, i'm really two years in although i've been doing it for three years you know we're gonna say the first year i took off (laughs) i was i was understanding the sport the first year but i'm learning more so i get to try things that if i'm going with the bangers you can't try those things you make those mistakes but and i'm I'm still going with guys good enough to make me pay for my mistakes but if i go out on a limb and i try something maybe it works maybe it doesn't and i have to be more efficient with it when i'm doing it so it makes me better as a fighter i like where i'm at because it, it i it isn't with the bangers if I wanted to, you know, go to Black House and go to you know Kings MMA and stuff like that, they're they're all in the same area, and you know they're always inviting because of my wrestling. So they're never not like, oh, you can't come in here and spy, or you know, no one ever treats me like that. So if I ever wanted to go and train with somebody, you know, I I, I have free rights to do that. You know, people are real cool. It's chill like that. You know, nice. a lot of people I ain't. Can't wait for your fight, man. Yeah, I'm man. So looking forward to it. November twentieth, Spike TV. I may have car. to go
0: to Wisconsin. You know, uh, so I talk- It's in Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, I found out Thackerville is in Oklahoma. Now, I talked to the guys uh, at the TV show. By the way, right? Uh, I didn't get, I didn't hear from them. They're, they're gonna They're gonna contact you because they nice. want They want you to give me dating advice on the show. I think that'll be really advice.
1: funny.
2: I give you some dating um, advice. Do I get to walk out with you for your fight? How cool would that be? That would be cool. I'll, I'll check in on. <laughs> no, no, no. I I mean, you're to gonna it. if you're gonna come to. to Thackerville, Oklahoma. I will come. It, it depends about- if I'm on the show already or if I haven't been on your show okay yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a <laughs> that's a
0: good point that's a good point well listen uh this has been a fun show Diego Sanchez is a trip man yeah Holy it, was, shit. it was
2: good I liked it uh people oh. are at home like man that dude's been hit a lot <laughs> they're private. but I'm like yo right, this is a you know for a fighter you want to listen to Tyson you want to listen to Evander uh, Holyfield you know UFC guy you want to listen to you know a, a Diego Sanchez for myself it's a bucket list type of thing you know so when you can sit there and, and kind of Get in the head of the the guys that you know. <laughs> you
0: don't want to get in that guy's head.
2: <laughs> Sometimes you do though. Yeah, you, a lot of times you'll get lost. You'll you'll get lost. But for me, I was I was on point with everything he was saying because I understand where he's coming from. So yeah. you know, it was a good interview for me. I don't know what y'all thought about there out there, fans, but love I loved it. it. Yeah, it was one of a kind. Yeah, people people are gonna love it.
0: Uh, so tomorrow, because uh, I'm going to be in Minnesota all week at the Mall of America, at the House of Comedy, Thursday to Sunday. So we want—I told you guys we're giving you two a week. We're giving you two a week. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we have. Rhonda Arouse Me in studio.
2: In studio. Of the porno star. Rhonda studio.
0: has made it clear she's not coming on the podcast because uh, she's too busy. But once she's done with her fight, she'll come on the podcast. So we have to get the next best thing, uh, which, is, <laughs> which is Rhonda Arouse Me. Uh, she will be here. Uh, as well as uh, we have. Um, Anthony Johnson.
2: Yeah, nice. Rumble's gonna come through. That's Rumble.
0: Uh, who's got? Yeah, Rumble Johnson. I love talking to Rumble. And then we have the post press conference uh, between Desmond Green and Andre Harrison. And the return of Greg Wilson. So nice. It's, Greg's coming back. It's a fucking show and a half, people. Nice. I uh, wanna thank people at Sideshow. Uh, Andrew, he's, we have the most neurotic producer there is right here. Feet on the table, relaxing, dude,
2: chilling out. And
0: yes, Andrew's a great dude right here. Thank you, Bubba Jenkins. No thank doubt, you, man. Uh,
2: Diego Sanchez. Thank you, uh, Gene Frey. Uh, Joe Jaggy, I wanna see some, some pretty cool memes after this one. <laughs> I, I always look forward to his memes that he comes up with. So <laughs> I the- saw. Pussy on the chain wax the other day, and I <laughs> I literally almost wrecked my car laughing. Really? It was hilarious. It was, uh, and I and I and my girl watches Keaton Pill, and I was like, babe, what's that? She was like, it's the pussy on the chain wax. <laughs> so good. Shout out to Joe Jaggy for those memes. They're hilarious. You gotta see Keaton Pill. For you to be I a will. comedian and not have seen, it's like the it's like the Dave Chappelle but of today with two guys.
0: I w- I'm gonna watch it. It's Everyone hilarious. it is. I'm, I'm it's gonna, hilarious. Check it out. I'm gonna do Netflix and chill by myself.
2: Netflix. But, uh, And chill. And lubriderm. And
0: (laughs) And (laughs) lubriderm. So, listen, thank you guys so much. Take care and have a great week.
4: If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger